The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. I am, I am, Dave, please. That <laughs> used to make me replay that clip over and over and over mm, again. It was In the that... remix of it. Yes, it was the remix I watched constantly. Yes, <laughs> there was like... So stupid. There's this remix of Batista doing that. What Back when they did like YouTube remixes of things. That used to make me play it. A million times when I was on the computer. <laughs> I don't know why. I've been rewatching like every Royal Rumble for the past ten years because they have them on YouTube. Even like before that. Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> there's so much fun to watch. Always, it's always so telling of what that era of wrestling was like at the time, based on who's in it and like what gimmicks are going around, like what was big. It's absolutely hilarious. The best one ever is still the one from... Oh, fuck, what year was it? Must have been uh, 2020 Royal Rumble, because it was the last one before everything shut down for COVID. Mm. But, like, Brock Lesnar eliminated, like, the first 14 people in the match. Jesus which was I remember that. Oh, it was so good. Because he just, like, he came out first and then, like, just kept eliminating everybody immediately. Yeah, as they and ran it, in. And everybody's, like, standing and thinking, is this going to be the whole fucking rumble? Like, is he just going to do this to everybody? Didn't they like, need, like, three guys to take him out or something? Well, they, it was cool because at one point they had... There were all these storylines that Brock had leading up to it where he's feuding with, like, the New Day and, like, Mysterio and, like, all these other people and just, like, tossing them around. So at one point, the entries back-to-back were, like, Ray, Kofi, and Big E, and they were all teaming up to take him out. And, like, right when you thought that was going to happen, Brock eliminated all three of them. And then it was back to just him being in the ring. And that's where everybody was like, fuck, like, what's going to happen and then Ricochet came out, <clears throat> who had been feuding with him on Raw, and Lesnar hurt him, but he didn't take it out yet. And then Drew uh, McIntyre came out looking jacked out of his mind, and that was the year they pushed him. Mm-hmm. So he came out and was staring Brock down, and then Ricochet low-blowed uh, low Brock which opened it up, and Drew just Claymore kicked him out of the ring, and the crowd went nuts. 
Because then they knew not only Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre was going to win, but they were so happy that Brock got it, it set it up perfectly. And then Edge came back that night. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. was the huge thing. And I I tear up every time See, I watch too. that clip. Seriously, I get, like, emotional. That's one of yeah. the—I think that's the most emotional moment I've ever seen in wrestling. And it's— His face when he just looks around. That's yeah. why. He realized yeah. That's back. why. Because, like— in his eyes, you just see he is so overwhelmed yeah. by the moment, by how crazy everybody yeah, is going he just for stops. him like, coming After back. he comes out, he just stands there and just looks mm-hmm. around, and he's like, "Yeah, he's yeah. just taking it all in." I was watching, I was watching like this, like not like a documentary on Edge, but it was like small little clips of like people, like. Pretty much his whole life and then what people were saying about him leading up into wrestling and then um and then his injury and everything and then him coming back and everything. It's just a very cool story. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. story. Yeah. Didn't um, cool. Randy Orton just come back? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. saw his clip where he was up on the turnbuckle and he was he like yelled to the camera, he's like, I haven't done this in forever, so let me just soak it in for a second and then he did the arm race. Yeah. Thing. That one was emotional for me too, because those are like my two like they're in my top five. I Edge love and Randy Orton. I love Edge and Randy Orton. We're doing uh, the first Eat Sleep list we're doing of the year is our top ten favorite wrestlers, like our oh, wow. top ten oh, goats, geez. and we're doing um, our three favorite matches of theirs on top of that. Ooh, wow. cool. So that'll be a fun list. Yeah, to a list for the list kind of. Yeah, that that Rumble was also cool because they uh, they kind of brought back rated RKO for a second too which was such a cool tag team at the such time when they were around. like I remember like with the game have you ever like the old games like 2008 through 2010 yeah they would just they would have them in the game but you wouldn't know that they were there until you like put them together yep. and then the name would show up and then they have their own special that was always cool yeah <clears throat> intro so I was I loved doing that that was cool too cuz they they meet up in the rubble for a second and they turn and they look at each other and they like the crowds kind of wanting that it's one of those moments where they're like, are you, are they going to let you remember that they were a tag team for a second? Cause sometimes they bring you back to it, but other times they'll kind of like be like, Oh yeah, they have a history, but they won't really get into it. Yeah. But those two like looked at each other and they like, they they just like looked at each other for a second. I think Orton goes like, "How the hell are you?" Like looking back and forth. Then he like points at his abs and he's like, "Look at that! When did you get that good in shape or whatever?" <laughs> and then they like point at the other people in the ring and immediately start going at them. But then they faced each other at Mania that year, which was perfect. Oh, that is they, cool. they 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 yeah. set it up so perfectly for them to do that. Uh, that and then the next year they brought Christian back for the Rumble. And mm-hmm. Edge and Christian hugged in the ring for a second. And I think I that was that. a cool moment. Now they're feuding on AEW, which is sick. Really? Yeah, they have a match did tonight. Did Edge go to AEW? He sure did. Why? No kidding. Because um, his contract was up, and from what I remember, I think he wanted to end his career where Christian was too. So I think that was a big part of him heading over there is because Christian's been over there for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, he's one of those people when him and uh, Christian did their podcast, which we have a poster for in the booth actually right there. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic podcast because they went into a lot of their wrestling history. That's them? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. them. Oh. Um, and uh, they would talk about people they'd want to kind of work if they ever came back 
And um, Edge brought up AJ Styles a lot. He brought up like Seth Rollins a lot and the Shield people and um, all these other ones. And he came back to WWE and he got the chance to like work everybody that he wanted to work. Sweet. The the one uh, main event of Mania was him versus Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, which is a sick main event. It's like who would who would have ever thought that would be seen in twenty twenty one? Especially which version of Daniel Bryan was it? Uh, it was like post yes era. It was like him, like just like the wrestling machine, like the respected Daniel Bryan almost when he came back from injury too. I like him. So it was like two guys who you never thought you would get the chance to see in the ring again, working Roman Reigns, who earned everybody's respect. I love Roman the, Reigns. He he earned everyone's respect yeah, in the wrestling world. Sure. And it was when WWE was like, we're going to stop trying to force it. And then they came up with the tribal chief gimmick, which was yeah. just so good. It's such a good gimmick with him just being super, super dominant. Uh, him getting pinned for the first time in like two years this past SummerSlam. Like that's how good. But like for, he was holding like three belts. It like, was sick. Yeah, it was so good. But that's how you you have to put the time in to build someone that dominant. And for a while, WWE wasn't taking the time to do that. But they were saying, yeah, we're doing it with Lesnar, who is super dominant. But he's going to wrestle twice a year for you, which yeah. is like, we don't want that. We want a guy who's going to be actively defending it all the time. I don't know. It's a, it's fun. Wrestling will always be so much fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Fun. I mean, I don't watch it, like, now, but every now and then I'll see clips, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I just, like, I check in, basically. Yeah. I definitely Because it's not that. my era anymore, but... No. But know, I find things to enjoy out of the new era. <clears throat> For sure. It, the, the cool thing now is seeing guys, like, um, when Brody Lee was wrestling, mm -hmm. and I had, you know, seen him all over the indies around here. Which is, like, it's so bizarre to see, like, guys that you remember hanging out with in the locker room of a fucking fire hall. And all of a sudden, they're wrestling at Survivor Series in a tag team match with Bray Wyatt against mm -hmm. Kane and The Undertaker. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fucking crazy to see. Even Danny Garcia right now, who is one of the Buffalo brothers who came up with Kevin... He won the ROH Pure Championship in Buffalo, which is like, holy shit. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And he's working guys on a regular basis like Daniel Bryan and like Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley now. And like just all these fucking maniacs. He was in the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is sick. Like, holy shit, you're in a stable with Chris Jericho. And seeing those guys do their thing, even – um. When Kevin would get his moments. Kevin worked fucking uh, Matt Cardona this year, who's uh, formerly Zack Ryder from oh. uh, that, the WWE and like yeah. the Edgeheads and everything like that back in the day. Which, that was cool because Edge is one of Kev's favorites of all time. Mm -hmm. So he got that moment where he worked a guy who he wa watched work closely with Edge and stuff like that. And Cardona said he was fantastic, too. So that's that's always a great compliment to yeah, that. that is. Yeah, that's super cool to hear. Fucking wrestling's dope. <laughs> then you have guys like uh, Santino Morello, who's like the fucking goat. 
That dude is amazing. Is that who I think it is? The, yeah. Remember Cobra? Oh, God. He would I... put the sock on his hand. And yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Ridiculous. Dude, that guy, <clears throat> he is like one of the unsung heroes of wrestling. I remember his debut. Yeah. He was just sitting in the stands, and they were like, I forgot who he had to fight. Umaga. Yeah, and they were like, Umaga? Was yeah. Like, Who's gonna fight him? And then, like, he just stood up, and they're like, that guy. They, they, uh, <laughs> they were in Italy, if I remember correctly. They were in Italy. <laughs> And they planted him in the front row yeah. as as like a guy to do this. So they they like pulled him up like oh this is a fan or whatever. Yeah, and he's Umaga's like killing him, but he's having these like hope spot moments, which were cool. Like he had these little moments. He's like landing drop kicks and like clotheslines and stuff like that. And uh, but then, if I remember correctly, Bobby Lashley was feuding with. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate I hate WWECW so much because they just went like we're gonna buy ECW and we're just gonna fuck it. Yeah. We're just gonna make you hate everything about it. And uh <laughs> Goddamn Vince McMahon was ECW champion. <laughs> Dude, I forgot ECW existed. He, he, uh, that was the crazy guys. They were all there. ECW, like, like OG ECW, is the craziest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. That was like where they just caged all of the fucking animals, like animals. Put them over there. You fucking know, and like they weren't the even man they weren't even w? yeah they weren't even wwe owned at the time like old ecw they still worked with wwe all the time no well the so the version you grew up with like the 2006 2007 ecw that was wwe's ecw oh, it was. Oh, okay. og ecw was you know paul Heyman, the guy yeah. who manages it was his fucking company it was his company back in the day was that like and wwf like no. old, like that. Back in that day, like nineties era, okay. like right. It, so it was. Okay. So it was guys that weren't even WWE owned yet. Like fucking, they, they had everybody. Sandman, Sabu, Foley worked over there all the time. Terry Funk worked over there all the time. Um, Sandman was nuts. Duh, yeah, his his entrance every time never came out of the Sma- never, always in the audience. Never came out from like under the arch. He always came out from the audience and grabbed somebody's beer or something, smash it against, smash his head, it against his head. Got the crowd and all hyped. down. Yeah, fucking Dudley Boys were originally Fuck ECW. Yeah. Um, Tommy Dreamers were original ECW. Fucking guy. love Tommy Dreamer. Um, I just know these guys from like the game and like watching. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys like Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero were in ECW before they were in WWE. Like um, Juventud Guerrero, like all these fucking legends. And this is back when it's like they WWE CW's like most extreme thing was when they did their own pay-per-view one time, and it did so bad they never did it again. It was called December to Dismember, and they did an elimination chamber, but instead of the regular chamber, it was an extreme chamber where all the guys in the pods had a weapon, and they would come out, and that that was the most extreme thing they did, and it was all WWE guys that were in it, except for, like, RVD. Like, TLC? No. Oh. 
Well, Didn't? well, that was no, that was the Hardy Boys who basically. That was the Hardys, yeah. They they did that. That was um, <clears throat> like their SummerSlam and WrestleMania creation was like doing yeah, that. They shit. Came up with that, yeah. Um, but like, so that was the most extreme thing. OG ECW, they were fucking replacing the ropes with barbed wire in some matches, like straight up, Jesus Christ. like straight up, like all these guys just getting brutalized in these matches light tubes fucking barbed wire bats tables on fire like all that shit was, it was like, like if you brought backyard wrestling it was, fu- like, it was fucking not that it, it was like that that would give re- wrestling a bad reputation back in the day because it was like oh this is this is what they're doing this who, is all that who was it that had the barbed wire bat and then lit the bat on fire Probably Foley at some point. Foley? Probably. Surprise me. <laughs> Probably. Like, I remember it was like the person would like grab their foot and then like light it up. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. It probably was somebody like that. I, I feel like he did that on like a WrestleMania lead up or something like that. That Mick specifically did that. I think Ben's thinking of the game because in the game, in the mm. that's where I get it from. Is yeah, in the game you could also do that. So, just but I to, thought it was someone's move. It that's might have, why I think so. Yeah. But bringing it for a full circle, so Vince McMahon was ECW champion. Um, Umaga was like the Intercontinental Champion at the time for whatever reason. Real quick, that's remember. the real fat guy, right? With the Samoan yes. tattoos. Yeah, okay. Um, who, was, who straight up knocked Steve-O out the one time, which I'll, I'll talk about that in a second <laughs> too. Um, but then Bobby Lashley, who was ECW Champion – Ran out like halfway through his match with Santino and hit Umaga, like got him down, and Santino San- got the win. Didn't he like throw Santino on him? Yeah, throw, him? Threw Santino on him after. <clears throat> yeah, he had, he hit him with whatever finisher last him was and using made at him the time pin. and made him pin, and he won the fucking Intercontinental title in Italy, which yeah. the crowd went fucking crazy yeah. for. I know a bunch of people were just like, a random fan is just like the champion. Yeah. <laughs> that became, I like, it. I mean, I was young enough to believe Straight it. up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely. like, who's this? random guy yeah especially because yeah. that's what you want to do as a kid you want to yeah. show up and they just pick you and you're like oh my god i could do it you know do, so. do you guys remember you're, you're maybe too young for him do you remember josh matthews at all yeah josh matthews was an old he would do like the backstage interviews for wwe a lot of the time and then he hosts the show called afterburn which i couldn't when i was a kid and growing up on smackdown my bedtime on school nights was nine o'clock and uh, SmackDown was on Thursday nights for a really long time. So I would only be able to watch the first hour of SmackDown and it would always piss me off so bad. Cause like the second hour is the main event. Like you, yeah. you don't want to miss that. So um, afterburn would be like the recap show they did for SmackDown afterwards. Oh, okay. I do. Oh, remember. It was great. Okay. Um, so, Josh hosted that, and he was a backstage guy. But he was on the first season of Tough Enough, too. Like, he was a competitor on that. So he kind of knew how to wrestle. So when JBL was feuding with Booker T, uh, when I first started watching wrestling, and Josh is this, like, skinny kid, like, this real small, like, like athletic, but not wrestler yeah, He wore, size. like, glasses, too, right? He wore glasses some of the time and stuff like that. Uh, so at one point, JBL was, like picking on him like all the time and like talking all this shit and then they attack Booker T at one point and Josh is complaining to Teddy Long about how he's being treated by JBL 
And Booker comes in and he's like, he's like, no, J- I want JBL and I want Orlando Jordan tonight. Like, I don't want to wait until Survivor Series to get them. I want, like, they tried to ice me out. I've, uh, I want the, uh, really bad. I, and, He's like, I don't, uh, I don't need a tag team partner. I don't care. I don't care. He's like going at Teddy Long, and then Josh Matthews stops him. He's like Booker, and Book- uh, Booker looks. He goes, "What?" And Josh Matthews goes, "Let me be your partner." And at the time, as a kid, you're like, "What?" Yeah. Like, are they gonna let him do that? Like that? That's a thing. And even like Teddy Long was like, "You sure you want to do that?" And and Josh was like, "Yeah." Yeah, like let me do that. Like, I I could do it. I'm ready for it. And they're like, all right. And they threw them in a match together, which it was like. Then Booker T and Josh Matthews had this weird friendship for like a few weeks. It, it was so. It was one of those things where it was like, this is really bizarre, but it's so <laughs> cool. And then I remember the main event of that. At one point, Booker tagged Josh in, like he had Orlando down for a second. Yeah. And Josh is like, like, let me get him. Let me get him for a second. Booker like looked at weird. He's like, all right. And then tags Josh Matthews. And Josh immediately goes up to the top rope and like jumps and hits a crossbody on Orlando. Like Damn. came in hot. And then hit the rope and JBL was on the outside and landed like a drop kick to the outside. Oh, of J- so it was one of those things where he came in and immediately like yeah. came in hot for a second. And as a kid, you're like... Okay, I'm really rooting for this guy. That he's he ended up getting his ass kicked like by uh, the end of the match, and Booker like won the match for them or whatever, and like had to like carry him out of the ring because he was messed up. But like they they like put a shine on him for damn, a few weeks. It was sweet. funny. It was really funny that they like did that for him. But like those are the things as a kid in wrestling that made it so cool. Yeah, that's fair. It's like the believability of all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, that's 100% fair. Um, I'm just going to drop the intro real quick because we've been talking for a half Go an hour. It. Welcome to episode 115 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And we're, we're the, the Torres, Torres brothers. brothers. We're joined by our favorite guests, obviously, because I, bel- I think you've had the most appearances on the show at this point. <laughs> Have I? I probably. <clears throat> it's you or Cheese Man that's had the most. But I think you... I think you Don't tell our third host that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean, don't he... tell me what. <laughs> Steve does have co-host uh, rights still, technically, uh, technically, and he he does have a free pass, obviously, oh, yeah, to come yeah. on here whenever he wants. But uh, he's actually—I was going to try and get him on this week, but he is unfortunately battling COVID for the second time. Oh this my year. god, uh, poor guy! Imagine being weak-blooded. Dude, so weak, right? <laughs> so soft. He can't come fight me because he has to stay in his house. Remember, talking shit. <laughs> remember on New Year's when everyone got COVID except for you, and then like two weeks later you got, you got it. it. And you're like, "Fuck!" I thought it was invincible. Remember my super sad birthday? Oh my god! <laughs> I do remember. Dude, I I made it through Christmas. For the Yay. first time in the three years, I had a normal Christmas, and it was fantastic. No snow into existence. Hell yeah. So After last year, I did not need that. a drop of fucking snow this year. It was snowing a little bit on Christmas, that's about it. It was like flaking just Like, go to the South Towns if you want snow. That's fine. Go to Pendleton. Oh, they have tons of snow here. out there. They, you can find you it over it? there. I want the snow. I like the snow. 
A light dusting least, is fine. At least during Christmas time and New Year's. Like literally like Christmas Day and New Year's Day. New Year's Eve and New Year's How Day. How weird was it though to have like 55 degree weather Th- on that Christmas? That was weird. Yeah. It was a little odd. It was it's odd, weird. but it was like it was so nice to just be able to go outside and not wear a coat or do anything. Yeah. I went out on like a hat on Christmas Day. Yeah. Which was kind of refreshing compared to last year where we couldn't go outside at all being able to walk outside in 55 degree weather was a welcome surprise to have. i don't know it's just the charm of christmas you i expect get it. the snow and everything like that and then yeah you know as soon as new year's is done the snow could go away that's fine yeah i don't think how was your christmas i don't know if i talked to you much on christmas it was good what did, um, did you land anything fun what did you get for carrie um, I got carried just a few things that she needed, you know. Hell yeah. Nice. And then she got me about the same. So, I mean, it's like not like, we didn't go like crazy at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, so, gangbusters you know. or anything, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just, you know, kept it light. Yeah. She got me a bunch of like, just, you know, things that she thought I needed or. Yeah. yeah. That's it, nice. It was weird this year because I didn't, I got Julie like one physical gift, but like the rest of her gifts were either stuff we're going to see or like she wanted to she's going to take a stand-up class uh starting in january um and i signed her up for that so like it was she gets the gift of going to that but like there wasn't like physical things physical the only physical thing i got her was she wanted a jason bateman shirt and i ended up getting her one that she just she said that we were sitting watching what was it we were either watching um Arrested Development or the the podcast he has with Will Arnett. I can't forget what it's called. Or I can't remember what it's called, but it's really, really good. Um, I didn't know he had a podcast with Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh, the episodes are so good. That's cool. Um, usually on, their, on the live ones they do, because it's them and then someone else I can't remember mm-hmm. um, who the other host is on it. Um, but uh, they one of them brings on a guest from like – the person's hometown and or or from that specific city and the other guys don't know who it is so like they were in boston and uh will arnett brought conan on as the fourth guest and like the other two had no idea that conan was coming on so it was like fun for them too yeah because it's like guys they know and love Mm -hmm. so we were sitting and watching that she said she turned to me it was like I want a shirt of Jason Bateman. She's like, it doesn't even have to be anything specific. I just want a shirt with his face all over it. <laughs> so, like, the one I got her was perfect because it's, like, four yeah. pictures of him. And it just says Jason Bateman yeah. on it. Jason Bateman is cool. I like him. He's a man. <laughs> Did you watch – I think I've asked you this before. Did you watch Arrested Development in, back in the day? No, I never You would it. fucking love it. You have you watched it, it recently? Like, I've never all. watched it. No, never. Yeah, it's a fun show. It is. You and Carrie would probably, like, blast through it mm-hmm. if you started watching it. They're half-hour episodes, and it's, like, three seasons of it. Yeah, and especially with how much you love Will Arnett, you would love that. Dude, and I it's... love Will Arnett. Yeah. And it's the it. most Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just Michael Sarah, Michael Sarahing for th- four seasons. Sick. When it gets to the new seasons, it's not as good. Because, like, you could tell they brought it back just because there was so much demand to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the original three seasons of it are fucking brilliant. They're so funny. It's <laughs> so really stupid. Good. Yeah, well, Arnett's one of my favorite, like, B-list, I guess you could say, like, actors. 
do you you would love him on this show he's he's, really he's a magician is. on it and he his tricks are absolutely terrible like he's he's so bad and then every show he does he's playing the final countdown as his intro thing and we'll do like this ribbon dance with it and like all these stupid like he'll turn around with like a rose in his mouth and like put cards out there like all this stupid stuff it's he's ridiculous you ever seen the show flaked i just brought it up a while ago but I think I have watched yeah, an episode of it. Like two season show on Netflix, and he's the lead. Oh no, kidding! And um, it's pretty good. It's you know, it, it has funny moments, but it's mostly like a pretty serious mm. role for him. I mean, like he is funny in it, but yeah, but it's more leading towards serious. And it's a yeah. pretty good, like engaging story for like two seasons. Nice. You know, like I watched the first season, and then I didn't even know a second one was coming out, and then uh-huh. I watched that. It, Okay. Finished huh. everything up, but it's him. Like he's in like a small town in like California, and like he just rides a bike everywhere. Like it's one of those towns. Okay, yeah, yeah. He owns like a furniture store that his dad had, and it gave to him, and it's like not doing great. And oh shit, that good. sounds good. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a really good watch. You should check it out. Yeah, flaked. Yeah, and I, I love it. Cause, you know, I just love Will Arnett. Like mm-hmm. even like he's like best. he doesn't even have to be funny for me to like. That's one of my favorite things he's been yeah. in. You know, yeah. aside from Lego Batman, which I think is brilliant. <laughs> oh, he's so brilliant in that. He's great in that. He's one of the um, one of the best Batmans ever. Oh yeah, oh, Matt, they won't bring him back for like a game or something. Like it's like, <laughs> oh, we don't have Kevin Conroy, so we're just gonna kill him off and kill the or kill the Justice <laughs> and, League. Yeah, and to say kill the Justice League. Yeah, and so it's like, well, you could have gotten multiple other people. You could have, yeah. They if they have. really wanted to, I don't think they should. But if they really wanted yeah, to, yeah, yeah, mm. they wanted to. Have you seen that game? Uh, no, game? I haven't seen much of it. <clears throat> I've no. seen like all the leaks. It looks like shit. It looks horrible. Yeah, I saw. Um, I did say I, spoilers for anyone. Uh, I Fuck did. See, <laughs> I did see the one leaked <laughs> clip of. Um, I don't know how they eventually get him, but Harley Quinn holding the gun to Batman's head. Yeah. So, like, it's confirmed they kill him off. Poison Ivy's a nine-year-old. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. No. That's Poison Ivy's up. a nine-year-old, Jesus and Christ. Uh, Harley, when she first sees her, is like, oh, me and you together, right? You remember that? And it's like, she's nine years old, Harley. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. That's oh my I God. mean, they didn't mean it like that, but... She, they shouldn't have continued the Arkham storyline. No, they, no. they should have done a separate storyline. They should have done because the reason Poison Ivy is nine because in the la- in Arkham Knight she died. Yeah. She died, and then that flower sprouts, and then it's like here's the time passed, and she's back. And I really don't like that either because that kind of makes her sacrifice pointless. She doesn't. Re- well, she it's like a different person. She doesn't recognize Harley or anything. It's like. It's like Poison Ivy's kid. That is so dumb. <clears throat> it's so stupid. I think That's the really game's going to flop so hard. Probably. It probably will. I wouldn't be surprised um, at all. Uh, before we go too off topic, uh, I actually started watching um, BoJack Horseman. Did you? Yeah, I didn't know he a uh, Will Arnett voice I watched a majority too. of That's that. That's a good show. I didn't yeah. finish it, but I watched a good amount of it. Yeah, I've watched uh, first four episodes i like it it's a pretty good show there's this one it's hilarious yeah Uh, i don't know if you know but his his best friend that's aaron paul i was gonna say i I, for because i saw aaron paul in the credits i was like who does he play and um and then i realized yeah it's um yeah i forget what his his name name is Yeah. yeah 
But then I was like, I, I, I can't even tell. And then at one point, like, he wasn't as high pitched is the best way to put it. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that's Ariel. Yeah, right. it's a it's a very strong cast. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they also have Allison <laughs> Brie in there. I really like her. She was on um, Community. If you've ever watched that? that, which which girl? I, oh, I've seen um, her. she's the really um preppy one that's in Detroit oh. and everything yeah, yeah, like okay, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is she the the cat? No, she's the writer. Oh, the that's, that's her. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, and then I forget who the cat is, but I don't, yeah, I I don't think I know the cat actually. I thought I did, but it's a dude and um. Patton Oswalt is Yeah, also I was literally yeah, about to say yeah, yeah. I, I was, was going to say Dan Patton, one of Dan's favorite comedians. I couldn't think of his name. But yeah, he's <laughs> in it too. He's the uh He plays a couple different characters. He does. I noticed. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, like I was trying to pinpoint who he was. Yeah. In the first episode he was voicing like this one guy kind of introducing everything. Uh, and it didn't sound like him, so I was Isn't like the penguin is that guy really him? Too? Yeah. Yeah, he is. The the guy from the publishing agency. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. if like the episode <clears throat> I watched recently, um he's he's a navy SEAL. And like oh, yeah, yeah, and that's who he steals the box of muffins from. So funny. Yeah, the 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 way everything coexists in the same world with them, like yeah. the animal and human life, I think is so creative the way they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way that the animals will still act like the animal while doing specific things. And it just mm-hmm. – after a while, it seems so normal. Yeah, like uh, – what's his name? Mr. Peanut Butter or something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Peanut he Butter. He gets distracted yeah. all the time. <laughs> like literally all the time because he's a golden lab, so yeah. it makes sense. But it's so did funny. You, what, did you get to the Hollywood part? I think that might be <laughs> I don't later. Know yeah. The Hollywood sign. Um, I think it's Aaron Paul's character or something. He steals the D. Oh yeah, from the Hollywood sign, and then something happens, and they just never put it back up. So then it's <laughs> it's Hollywood. Just forever. Just forever. And then they just adopt it. It's, it's one of my favorite just like background gags in the show. <laughs> I, I, now that you said that, I think I'm going to rewatch that show because that is a good show. It that is, show yeah. gets fucking deep. I was going to really say, I've heard. Deep, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why, that's one of the reasons I wanted to. I so, so, um, there is this episode. Did you watch all of it? Not at all? all of it. Um, there's this episode in season three. It's called Fish Out of Water. Um, it has almost zero dialogue in the episode. They do the cold open and then like one or two lines at the end are spoken. And it's Bojack underwater the entire time in this like city down there. It is one of the most beautifully animated I won't even say episodes, things in general I have ever seen in my entire life. Is that what the um, the intro is referring to every time? Because um, I was told the intro when he's like laying in the water and the writer and uh, Mr. Peanut Butter are looking at him. I heard that's a reference to a, something that happens later in the seasons. Um, no. Uh-huh. Well – 
Maybe a little bit, but no, not okay. with that episode specifically. Okay, he's okay. going on tour for something. <laughs> I think it's the movie he's doing at the time, or oh, whatever, okay. and he's doing Secretariat, and he's doing some kind of touring thing, and he has to go down there. But because it's underwater, like he doesn't really speak the whole time, but just the way, the way it's done, you don't even realize that nobody really said anything like mm. halfway through the episode you're kind of like huh nobody said anything this entire time and it's just captivating it's so captivating it's so good when you get to that you'll know exactly what i mean but okay. um for people listening to even if you have haven't seen bojack horseman go watch that episode because it's kind of one of those ones you can understand without knowing the series yeah and it's so damn good! Nice. It is so so yeah. so beautiful. They, yeah, they have a they have some good jokes in there too. One of my favorite <clears throat> jokes they've said is um uh I forget the agent's name. Is it just Diane? Di- oh, it's Diane. Diane. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, she was like, I, you know, I'm I'm a great agent. And he goes, You're a great agent. You couldn't even get me a part on War Horse. And there was like. <laughs> There was a demand for horses or something like that. I was just like, that's so funny. Just to give you context, too, um, out of 11,000 ratings on IMDb, uh, Fish Out of Water has a 9.6 out of 10. So, like, even after all of that, it's one of the most highly rated episodes they have out there. Um, Anyway, shout out Will Arnett. Yeah, shout out Will Arnett. (laughs) The GOAT. The G. The goat of everything. Have you ever seen that? Um, <clears throat> might be a Jimmy Kimmel sketch of uh, Batman v Superman, and it's the scene where um, Bruce and Clark meet each other. Um, it's like in that museum. It's also where they meet Lex Luthor and stuff. <laughs> but at one point, Jimmy Kimmel shows up and he goes. Oh my God! You're Superman. He's like, no, I'm oh, not I've Superman. Seen that yeah, one. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Will <laughs> Arnett shows up. He's like, you're not Batman. You're not Batman. He's like, that's okay. We'll always be Batman. And he pulls up that little figure. Of so good. I, thought, I love that so much. I thought you were gonna reference um, that college humor uh, sketch oh, that they do. No, that if, if Will Arnett's not in. Will Arnett's oh, not in that. Say. No, that's what I was. I was going to yeah. be like, Will Arnett's in that. Like, <laughs> that one was incredible. Like that was a fun sketch. It went hi, uh, hi. Uh, you wear the ass. What is that even? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It stands for hope on my planet. Hope starts with H, stupid. <laughs> I love how dumb they make Batman. Like, have you seen that sketch, Tyler? Those yeah, college yeah. humor ones? Like, I love when Commissioner Gordon takes his glasses off. He's like, oh, who am I? I'm not Commissioner Gordon. What have you done with Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> he puts the glasses on me. Commissioner, you're back. You'll never Listen, leave what happened. There is another man. Superman, you saw him. He's <laughs> just so dumb. Oh, my God. It's so There's good. another man. The best one is I, – I know I – Talk about it all the time, but when Patton Oswalt plays the penguin, oh, that's yeah. like just brilliant casting. First of all, like I'm so happy he did that with them. But then when uh, at the end, when uh, Batman shoots him, they're like, "What happened to no guns? This, this is, is a, a gun." gun? 
He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like You're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you're crazy. He goes, Shh, you wake up. Poor little tyke. He's all tired <laughs> out. Like, yeah, baby, look out. <laughs> he just stabs him in the back. Would you mind uh, switching that thing to one color real quick when you get the chance, Ben? Oh, yeah, just the strobe yeah. is killing me right now. I, don't I know totally why. get it. Uh, yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, the one where they reference the third Batman movie where he's like, uh, it, uh, boy, you could uh, comfort a good boy by putting a coat on his shoulder. And then he starts closing the thing. And he opens it back up. He's like, I... Bruce Wayne, in case you didn't get it, or whatever yeah, he says like on that, so, or like yeah. gives them more clues. He's like Bruce Wayne, yeah. We Maybe get that boy had rich parents, and his parents were killed. <laughs> yeah, and then Commissioner's like, "Oh my God, oh you're Bruce Wayne. Oh look, the bomb's about to go off. No one goes, will know." <laughs> and then he opens it again. You want to me? Do you he's like, just go do it. Just like, just leave. Yeah. And then Catwoman comes back and he was like, I, I feel like our, our kiss was a little rushed. <laughs> he grows her and she's like, are you fucking serious right now? Oh my God. Those were next level. It's been a level. while since the bat's been out of the cave. If you know what I mean. Dude, old college humor on YouTube was fucking phenomenal before everything became a scam. Ugh. I love, I love, I think it might be the first sketch they do where um, it's Riddler and he's like, um, if I have time to shoot, then if you miss something about, but the answer was like a bullet coming out of a gun. <laughs> and he was I think like, it was what bullets, am I? Yeah. He's like, helicopter. Oh, man. Give me a second. The first one, I'm pretty sure, was Batman chooses his voice. Oh, oh, yeah, that was definitely yeah, the Yeah, that is one. the first one, yeah. That's the first one. Then he is the one with the scarecrow. I love the beginning where the All guy's of them like, are so I'm good. Gonna go take a piss. He goes, see, he does that in every building we're in. <laughs> I just uh, watched this whole thing about uh, Ray, uh, Ray William Johnson. And how the management company he was with, like, ripped him off big time. Really? And that's one of the reasons that, like... He's not as big as he th- is. Th- that Well, not that he's not as big as he is, but, like, it, he kind of fell off, like, the like face the of the Eagles earth a little bit. Like, brand and everything? Like, that stuff? No, there was this... He was managed by this company okay. that ended up just taking so much of the money from him to like dominate everything with that they just tried like dominate they tried doing it with a bunch of other channels too they tried doing it to uh critical no kidding yeah what's the company (sighs) something that ends with media i'm looking at it right now hmm that's crazy i didn't know that it was kind of fascinating i think it was um patrick cc was the channel on YouTube? Okay, that's awesome. I love Pat. Yeah, Pat, yeah. I, I think he's the one who just covered it. Yeah, and it was it was super 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 thorough. He's one of my favorite like YouTube doc memories. Have, yeah. have you ever watched like his other ones. stuff? Uh huh. He does like ox battles with his like stream that he does, and like people. What is that? 
Uh, so like he'll have a bunch of people in a Discord call, and he'll have like a bracket, and it'll be like this person versus this person, and then it'll be like it can either be as simple as like Kanye West songs, or like he'll oh. spin a like a wheel, and it'll give the person an artist, and they have to pick a song from that artist, and then they both put up a song, and then the rest of his. Tw- uh, like a Twitch chat will like vote on what song wins, okay. or it'll be like uh, pick a song that fits with this picture, and it'll be like the picture. Of, you, oh. know, you know that picture, like that little kid in the club. Yeah, like, it'll, yeah. It'll be like pick a song that fits this picture, or this meme, and then they'll have to pick a song, and then the chat will vote on oh, which cool. one fit it better. And okay, then it'll just go through the bracket, and then it, like they'll win. That's cool, though. Yeah, it's exciting. It's, cool. it's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I can't find it, of course, right now. But that what company it was? Yeah, that documentary explains everything so well. So, did it happen with this channel equals three though? Like all that stuff, or was it after when he already? It was like behind? during. It was, it during, was during when he was at, like towards the end of it. Yeah, he was still getting, doing everything. His content was getting really like yeah. annoying. There's so much of it, <laughs> like super, super. But I mean, super it also doesn't down. help that like videos. That became viral, started becoming like readily available. Exactly. The second they dropped. And he, like, the whole point of his content was like showing off these viral videos throughout the week. And, like, Mm -hmm. oh, in case you haven't seen it, this is what happened. But now Mm -hmm. it's like you on Twitter and it's like right there. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how, like, those eras will never exist again of shows. No. Because of, like, things like TikTok and, like, Mm -hmm. Vine became a huge thing and that kind of And then he goes through, like, super, like, he'll go through, like, a TikTok that's, like, a hundred parts long and he'll just like yeah, break, break it, it down, down. and yeah. explain it and like mm-hmm. make jokes about it and it's like not bad content no it's not and a lot of people were sad that equals three were going and they tried to keep it going they had yeah like, they had multiple people yeah they it. had like so many different hosts and it just didn't work and yeah then it just got shut down i think yeah yeah that and like Tosh.0 when that was a thing. He's got a podcast. Oh, Tosh. Yeah. He's got a really successful podcast. How long did that show run? Like six or seven seasons, I think. But like, if do you know when it running. stopped? Like what year? No. Let's, yeah, let me see. I, used I always to... wondered how far it went. Dude, I used to love watching that. Um, the guy who was, I think, originally Pirelli for you. Oh. What's it what's his name? Was that I I don't know his name to be honest. It was, it, was it Brad originally? It that might was supposed have been? to do that. 12 seasons. Oh wow. And it lasted until 2009. <clears throat> yeah, so the guy who was originally cast in Sweeney Todd that dropped oh, out. Oh no, I'm so I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're the good. first episode aired in 2009. It ended in 2020. Damn. Yeah. That so seems like a, a wildly long time for that show to right? go on. Yeah. I don't know. He just kept redeeming people on YouTube. But that uh, that kid, um, Brad, mm-hmm. had a video go viral on YouTube. I do remember him. And he was uh, – it's the Brad the Actor video. Have you ever seen that before? It's this – terrible audition tape it's it's so 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 cringy and it ended up blowing up it got like five hundred thousand views on youtube or something like that and right after i did a show with him at ghost like he flew out and did a web redemption on that show really yeah it was super bizarre yeah 
Yeah, I've never seen him. Yeah. Yeah, it was it it was it was brutal, but it showed you how far he like dug to get people those redemptions at times. He was gonna do you remember that it's gonna be a graphic content here, but remember that girl? I can't think of her name, but she was from around here. Tampon girl. Yes, yep, she, sure do. Yep. She was going to go on there. Oh, She never ended up doing it, though. Oh but God. he mentioned it on one of his episodes. He said, we were going to get a girl who ate her own tampon, but something. Oh, I th- yeah. I think he said, um, oh. I think he's, what was he on Comedy Central? Yeah. I think he said, they said it was too graphic for his show. So I don't they, fucking. They told him he couldn't do blame it. Blame him. I'm so glad they didn't. Nobody needed to see that. Ugh. Goddamn. G- uh, fucking Gianna something. Giovanna. I just saw I a picture of her get shared again yeah, for some on reason. Twitter. I saw it on Twitter, mm-hmm. and my friend Chase, who lives like three hours away or something, he sent it to the group chat. He's like, remember this girl? I'm like, she literally was like from my area. And I'll, like everybody in the group chat was like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Like, that was like a big thing. Or it was massive. I don't understand. Gianna Plowman. Giovanna Plowman. Yeah. That's her name. Oh, my God. Oh, now people are going to go after Congrats, you're worldwide famous. Poor girl. Ugh. Don't look that up if you heard that. They're not, what do you mean? They've already went after her. I mean, yeah, it's true. Gross. <laughs> that guy was supposed to play Pirelli. I, he was supposed to play someone in Sweeney, I'm pretty sure. Well, I replaced someone because they had a hernia. Ah, fucking no. Yeah, because I was just supposed to play a doctor who had lines. He had, like, no singing role. Maybe it was something. Maybe he was someone else then and dropped out. No, I mean it would make sense. No, no but I, I think he, I think he played someone else and then dropped out of the role. Okay. I'm pretty sure because I, rem- I remember that. Um, I remember showing up to that audition and my friend Jenna walked up to us and she was like, "That guy has a viral video." Like I remember, I didn't see him, yeah. but she mentioned like that guy. Like he, he was, he had this viral video and As then he Brad went on Tasha. I was like, "What?" Well, oh. Tasha said something fucking hilarious in that cold open when he was talking about that guy where he's like if you're out there and you're trying to become an actor dude do us all a favor and please quit because you need to stop saturating the market with your stupid talent your dreams that are gonna go nowhere i was like shut up you asshole uh but then he said (laughs) what was it he was trying to make comparisons to something he's like not everything needs to be marketed um and uh, he's like, I I love Justin Bieber as much as the next person, but I don't need to wear his cologne and smell like teenage girls in Usher's balls or something like that. It was like one of the funniest. I'll always, I'll always remember he said that. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <clears throat> Guys like that that pushed the envelope at the time were really good. He said he said something in one of his specials about. Uh, the guy landing Sully Sullivan landing the plane in the Hudson, and uh, then he goes, he goes. Uh, New York has the best plane crashes, and the crowd <laughs> groaned for a second. And he goes, he goes. Let me rephrase what I mean by that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! God. That's it. Oh my God! That's a little close for comfort. Uh, awful. Well, that was Shout the that was the same uh, year that 
He put out that uh, that special the same year Are that. I'm um, kidding. Why I said that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he jokes about. You can't like oh, not funny. joke about it if he does. Like, there's ben no just way. Followed to... me with the shout out. I had no clue what I meant by it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking. I was like, why are we shouting every day? Dude, that's his whole career. That's his whole career is is based off that incident. Holy shit! That's how he like first got people talking about him. Yeah, my fucking dad died in nine eleven. Over and over again. But like Isn't same that, dude, Seth MacFarlane was supposed to die in nine eleven. Yeah, I know. You would have died in nine eleven. Isn't that what that one joke is about? Mm-hmm. Um him missing his guy, flight. Yeah, that the day. guy being yeah. late. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, I'm late for work. Yeah. I can't believe it. He was on one of the flights and missed it. Oh wow. Yeah. So he he would have died in that terrible, terrible not making light of it at all incident. Um, yeah it's wild um but that year was the year those guys died in the winter olympics on the test run when they were losing i don't know if you remember that the guys from georgia um wow and uh he said something he was making a joke about how uh white people are irrelevant in sports and the Winter Olympics are the only redemption for them because it's all white people, sports or whatever. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you're not going to catch me watching that. He's like, why would I want to spend seven days watching what country can slide downhill the fastest or something like that? And then he goes, not Georgia. (laughs) And like everybody groans. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Big luge fans are you out there? He's like, didn't realize there was such a big luge <laughs> fan base in San Francisco or Isn't something like Pete? that. No, this is Tosh. Uh, Tosh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> so Jesus Christ. So he would like, he would say, he would say fucked up shit like that, but it was all like, he he would all, he would bring it all around in the end. Uh, man, that's funny. Ah, oh, terrible. Uh, speaking of people that are massively, unbelievably funny, Public service announcement. Oh, yeah. If you live anywhere and Camp Patterson is in your area, you need to go see this dude live. The energy that dude brings to a stand-up set is un-fucking-believable. He is so, 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 so funny. Even the stuff I've heard, he had me dying with. The little adjustments he makes in his jokes, like week to week, set to set, to find different areas to make you laugh hard. Um, it was it was brilliant. It was all brilliant. Awesome. He, he was – so both local guys that came on were awesome. It was one of those nights that like just felt like everything was working out perfectly. Because we we left early to get down there so we would get a good spot because we didn't have, like, the reserve seating. It was just general. So mm-hmm. when they do it down at Helium, it's like w- the earlier you show up, the better yeah, your spot's yeah. going to be yeah. um, just because you get priority over people. We get downtown and the Sabres are facing the fucking Maple Leafs. So not only are the Sabres fans in town, but all the stupid – Take take this with a grain of salt, Canada. All the stupid Canadian fans <laughs> that are Maple Leafs fans, like you're you're Leafs fans, you deserve to be called dumb for that. Uh, all the stupid Leafs fans from Canada and the U.S. 
are all down there to watch the Leafs take on the Sabres. So traffic is so backed up. People are driving like assholes. Every lot down there is at least $25, which I'm like, I don't want to do that. Cheese Man showed me the spot back in the day that's apparently not Buffalo's best-kept secret anymore because that thing was full. Um, And then I'm driving around like, what do I do? There's a spot right in front of the casino that's open that you can parallel in. And I parallel like a champ. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> but I I hit it on the second try. First first try, I overshot it just a little bit, but I knew what I did wrong. Second try, I got it right in. Didn't have to pay for parking at all. Get to Helium. It's still not super full yet. We get a table dead center. Nice. Um, both the first two comedians were amazing. And then um, uh, I want to say his last name is Eaglin. Cam uh, Cam Eaglin opened for Cam Patterson, which on Kill Tony, that guy's known as White Cam because they're both from Florida and uh, they moved to Austin and like White Cam stays on Cam's couch. Um, and he was incredible. He He had one of those paces for comedians where he told everything – super slow so that like you would focus on him a little bit like so he would say something and then pause for laughs and then like he'd just take a second and like pause in between and like then go to his next joke like you could tell he like was planning where he wanted to go with everything um and then cam just came on and it was absolutely hilarious he was like he was talking about the lack of the lack of black people that were in the audience because it was all white kids, like all these people that know him from like TikTok or Kill Tony. And I was like, oh, that's why you're so successful right now too, because like you're pandering to the right crowd. And he said, he's like, I don't see like, he's like, there are no white people in this town at all. And we're all laughing about. And then he's looking out in the crowd. He goes, one. Too. And then, like, this group started, uh, like, calling out for the back quarter. He's like, all right, all right, don't let them know we're here. They'll kick you out or something like that. Uh, and then he went into – he did that joke about uh, about there only being, like, six or seven black people in Austin, them all being crackheads. Yeah. Which is one of my fa- – I love that joke so much. It's like they try and, to recruit you. Yeah. And, like, seeing him do it live where he did, like, the eyes cross thing and everything, too, was just – it was so funny. The energy he brings it was so funny. This, like, 45 to 50-year-old woman was going after him so hard. And, and like she kept like calling like calling out to him. She was high. And he was like, no, like, cause like she like wanted his dick, oh, basically, because oh, he talks sad. about like how much he likes uh, white girls on his show or whatever. And like, so like she was like calling him, like he's like he was like, who are you with? Or whatever. And she was like, my son. And, like, he started the whole crowd, like, went fucking nuts. And then he goes, he goes, I'm going to fuck your mama. Like, just saying that to the kid. He's like, he's like, then we can play 2K or something. <laughs> he's like, I'll make you a bowl of cereal. I'll tell you I'm proud of you or something like that. And then, uh, 
then for no reason at all, because this woman was like kind of killing it. Like, for, then for no reason at all, she goes, and we're Raiders fans. Like, just for for like no reason. And even Cam was like, why the fuck are you bring that up? Like, why would you do it? Like, so now the whole crowd's booing her because you're in Buffalo, of course, and we have a loyalty complex here. And then Cam perfectly in the moment goes, I fuck with the bills, yo. Like, and like, and immediately just took the whole crowd on his side. I don't know how true that is or not, but I'm pretty sure it is because he used Stefan Diggs in like the promotional stuff for Buffalo, like his face put over Diggs's. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, he really – he loved the energy he got from the crowd. Like he kept saying like he really liked us and stuff. I'm pretty sure his 930 show was just as good because he posted about that afterwards too. And then in the last like kind of <laughs> stars aligning moment of the night, just weirdly, he had said something about um, it, like being out to say what's up to people or whatever. Um and then this is – so this is the way it ended up. The people – because when you're at a sold-out show at Helium, a lot of the times they'll pair you up with other people because it's a table of four. Mm-hmm. So like you get seated with another couple or whatever. You talk and um, the one guy was there because he's a Kill Tony fan as like – I'm sure like it was like 50-50 with the crowd probably. Um, But he had mentioned that – he loves William Montgomery. I don't know if you've ever seen that guy, but he's got red hair. He's got this big red beard. He's bald on top, and his hair is kind of like at the sides like that. He's insane, but he's absolutely hilarious. Um, but he was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge like William Montgomery fan too. He was showing me his nutcracker he did um, in in his like Christmas set where it's like William Montgomery in one of his outfits or something like that. And uh, he was like, oh, I would love if, like, he opened for camera or whatever. William Montgomery is coming to Rochester, and that was one of my Christmas gifts to Julie. Oh, was no Was to get her that. But I had been doing such a good job of keeping a secret that he was coming to Rochester um, that I didn't want to say anything in front of her. So as we're walking away, when the showroom's clearing out, I go, oh, shit, I dropped something on the table. I got to go back. And I went back over to the guy, and I go... Hey, just so you know, I couldn't say it in front of my wife because it's one of her Christmas gifts. But William Montgomery's coming to Rochester in like three weeks in January. Go get tickets for it. He had no idea that he was coming. So like I was like, yeah, I had to look out for you real quick. That's awesome. So we go back and the line's splitting two ways for whatever reason. And so we went to the right and all of a sudden we're like standing two people from Cam. And I was like, oh shit, are we in the line to like – take pictures with him and like me and julie shot and shot each other a look real quick and um yeah we were like two people later all of a sudden we're taking a picture with cam and i yeah, said what's I up i yeah, said what's up to him cool. real quick i thanked him for coming to buffalo and he was like it, he was like yeah i loved you guys like you guys were really really great couldn't have been nicer dap me up twice julie and i were like starstruck walking away from it <laughs> he's gonna be enormous at some point oh, yeah he, he's gonna have a career either he if he keeps growing the way he is right now he'll sell out like big 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 like theaters he can i can see i don't know if i can see him getting as high as arenas but i could see him like filling up shays 
yeah. in in like that kind of a sense. Well, um, I could see him even doing like um I I forget what it's called, but a bunch of comedians have gone on there, and uh, one of the most famous sketches they have is the um is the guy that says uh, Mexican got on boots. Oh, uh, this is not happening. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know do if Ari anymore. does that regularly. Oh, really? Anymore. I don't no. think they do that anymore. Oh, but that sucks. But you gotta understand too, with how big Kill Tony is, a lot of like oh, yeah, those yeah. comedians know about Cam because of that show. Mm-hmm. Howie Mandel was just on um, Kill Tony as a guest a few weeks ago. He was okay, but um, what he talked about seeing Richard Pryor at the comedy store and the energy that. Richard Pryor gave off, and he told Cam he reminded him of Richard Pryor when he first like got up, which oh, is wow. an incredible, yeah, incredible compliment. compliment to is, yeah, that's a um, but I can I can easily see Cam at the very least like going on tour with every major comedian for the rest of his life, and just making a career either like opening for them. Um, being like the co-headliner for them, I he would easily he is easily going to work for the rest of his life doing stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, his ceiling is way higher than that. Yeah, like enormously sure. high with it. Because mm-hmm. everything I had heard was still fucking funny the way he did it live. Mm-hmm. The same way. That's awesome. That's how it should be too. <laughs> that really is how it should be. That's I knew awesome. he was about to blow crack dust in my face, and if y'all didn't know, that's how you make other crackheads. <laughs> Ah, shit. You just watched uh, that movie I told you to watch. Leave the World Behind. Leave the World Behind. What did you think? Fucking nuts. Fucking crazy, right? I kind of figured out what was happening. Um, I mean, not like totally, but earlier than I thought I would. Yeah. Is that the movie with Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Yeah. Um. When he was driving, and then that plane was dropping all the leaves. Oh yeah! And then I told Carrie, I was like, "Oh, it's." A, I was like, "It's an invasion." And she was like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "That's." I was like, "That's how they did it, like in like World War Two and shit like that." Mm-hmm. It's like they would drop those and be like, "Hey, we're here." I was like, "Shit's about to go down." Yeah, but it was cool that in the end they explained like we don't even know who the fuck really did it. Like yeah. they they just did it so perfectly that it could be anybody. And, like, they're making us turn on each other. Yeah, it's just an invasion. Doing that. When they pan out, and I I shouldn't spoil any more for no you worries, when it comes no to that. that. But, like, that's kind of, like, where it ends up going a little At bit. At the end, yeah. Dude, where when Mahershala Ali is on that beach with all those planes, and then the one comes falling down from the sky and he's running away from it, that scene stressed me out so bad. <laughs> Like so that that and then when the kid's pulling his teeth out of his mouth, I couldn't even watch Ooh. it. I I had like a pillow in front of my face, and I was like, "Julie, look, tell me when it's done. I can't fucking watch him do this." Like it, it that teeth stuff for some reason f- fucks with me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate like when people get that as like torture, like getting yeah. their shit pulled when it's just falling out. When Charlie's teeth fucking fall out in Sunny, it, it it bothers me. Even though I, it's fucking hilarious, it's so gross to me. Like him just <gasps> tossing them in a okay, jar. You gotta stop doing that. Oh. <laughs> it makes me like hold my mouth. 
Like, you know that feeling where you're just yeah. like, ah, shit. It doesn't bother me at all, actually, which is funny. I was just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> or, like, I'll watch wrestling and I see someone land wrong on a body part. Like, oh, oh, my shoulder. That hurts me watching that. Like, that's the feeling I get most from fucking teaching. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I understand what you mean. It doesn't always happen to me, but, like, certain scenes like um, Aaron escaping from the chains – that will be like it, – it, it's not like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen to me. But I'll be like, ooh, I can only imagine. What, you when he rips I mean? his hands off? Yeah, yeah. Uh. When he rips his hands off of the chain, I was like, oh, my you know, God, that looks see, painful. You know the part that bothered me was the deer also oh, yeah. staring at uh, fucking Ruth or whatever. I – like – so I'm not afraid of deer. <laughs> All right. There's a specific. I don't know. It sounds a, like you're afraid of deer. There's a specific scenario that makes me afraid of deer, and it's deer at nighttime because they are fearless. But the deer in that movie were acting how they would at nighttime, and I was like, "Nuh-uh." Yeah, it was, like, that was kind of crazy. Stand there and stare at you, and like, go the fuck away. Like, and there were like hundreds of them too. Like, oh shit. Uh, I liked here? the ending. Um, obviously, not going to spoil it, but I liked the open endedness of it. Yeah, I like, did too. They knew about where they needed to go, and the one person was already there. Yeah, so it kind of it's o- open where it's like, oh, they're going to go there, find her, and live there. Like it seemed like it was going to work out for them in the long run. It was, yeah, it was but, dope. And I liked how everybody kind of ended up getting along. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, the one lady saved Ruth from the deer. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but that movie pissed me off and I didn't even want to watch <laughs> it before clicking on it because of TikTok. So oh, fucking TikTok. I'm noticing that the people on TikTok are fucking sheep. All the people who comment are fucking sheep. Because, or bots. Like one yeah, of the two. Because there was a video of um, a big ship like that hitting a shoreline. And... Every single fucking comment was, this is like Leave the World Behind. This is just like Leave the World Behind. This is like that movie, Leave the World Behind. And I was like, I wanted to comment, like, do you guys not look at the comments and say, oh, I'm not original, so I'm not going to put this. Like, you guys are all (laughs) fucking shit. And I was like, I don't even want to watch this movie anymore because one fucking TikTok comment section ruined it because all these people don't know how to. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that scene was wild, too. Yeah. It, it just the way it was shot was so cool. The whole movie was cinematically shot awesome. Beautifully, yeah. I don't know who directed that, but it was done super unique and really well done. And there was a lot of one take scenes in that movie that were really well done. <laughs> yeah. Um the the part where um, they're on the couch and like the kids' teeth are already out and they're like rushing because they gotta go find them and then it it doesn't switch it just the camera moves up and then pans over to them having the conversation and it's like there's a lot of one take shots that are really really well done oh, yeah okay. yeah there really are uh let me see uh Sam Asmail is the director on that movie oh, cool. he did a lot of work on Mr Robot. Mm. And I want to watch the show. It seems good. I've heard good things about yeah, it. I've heard good things at least. Every now and then Netflix drops a Netflix original that is actually really good. Yeah, and that was one of them for sure. That's true, yeah. 
There are a couple other ones. Um, the one they did a couple of years ago with uh, fucking DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, where they're oh, yeah, um, I don't know what movie they, that is. Oh, uh, don't look up. Don't oh, look up. I watched that. That, that was movie. a good movie. Too. That's a really good movie. <laughs> that movie pissed me off so much because I was like, I could see this happening in like five Why years. Why the fuck did he get famous and then start fucking this other girl? <laughs> Just from saying there's an asteroid about to hit the fucking... That was crazy because that one pissed me off because nobody was listening to them. Yeah. And then when it was too late, everybody was like, oh, shit. That scene when DiCaprio's in the studio and they they were like, the president of the United States, he goes, the president of the United States is fucking lying. And like just screams at it, like the intensity they like of them switching between the shots of him to like being on TV and it being like live, like live, and then like all these weird fucking things they did to intensify it. Yeah, and then they make it look like he's insane, but yeah, he's literally not. No, and then it pisses you off because you're like, why don't these people listen to him? Have you seen Mm. that movie? I have not. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I saw like um. Like, the trailer and stuff when it was coming out. Basically, they figure out a comet's going to hit the Earth in, like, six days. And it's going to destroy the Earth. And it's mm. going to destroy the Earth. And it becomes way more about politics and what industry is going to stop it than anything else. And it becomes a political and they find that the comet has, like, some sort of element on it that is super... That's, like, yeah, like that's it, right. It's gold or something. It's, like, rich with gold. And so they're more concerned about blowing it up and then mining the, the asteroids instead yeah. of stopping it. And it becomes this huge thing of like, can we get more money? It's Jeez. just like, dude, focus on the fucking – like you're going to die. Like, dude, right, it, yeah. it becomes – it literally becomes to the point where you can see the asteroid coming to hit the earth. Like you could see it in the sky yeah. as it's coming. And there's a fifty-fifty. There's a look. There's a look up campaign and a don't look up campaign because people are so divided that they're like, just look and see it. And then everybody else is like, don't look up. They don't. Uh, they don't want you. They want to oppress you. They don't. Want, they want to keep you living in fear. Do don't look, look up. up. It'll piss you off, Ben. When you no, watch it, it's so bad. Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi do a song for it. Yeah, it's like part Ooh. of this like fundraiser to like I don't know what it's for, but it's, wait, it's, like it's, in the movie? In the movie? Yeah, it's just like how stupid um, the fucking <laughs> like social media and everything like uh, tries to like turn these things into big events, right? It's just like, dude, just yeah. be a human being for a second. Um, yeah, it, they don't play themselves, but they play like these pop stars that are basically so they were in a relationship they were in a relationship then they broke up and then they were using the comet about to hit the planet as a way to uh, what are you doing i'm putting my hoodie on i didn't want to hit the mic okay anyway they (laughs) they use the asteroid as like a reason to market them getting back together. Oh, like, so it's like, yeah. can you just be a fucking human being for a second and stop yeah. trying to get more famous? Like, Let me see. I'm waiting for the part before I play it to see exactly where it is so I'm not, like, filling the episode with just crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's so funny because, like, when they initially go on to talk about the comet, they put that couple's story before they even put them on. Yeah, so then nobody cares about them. 
Cause they and, like, they're care. joking about it the whole time, too. It's crazy. Because they only care about oh my God. their celebrities. It's actually kind of a fire song. Kid Cuddy. <laughs> he comes out in a second, but it's the most like Kid Cuddy verse that you could possibly imagine. He's just doing his. I'm so alone, and I get high in my room. That's like 2011 and- Cuddy. It's not now. <laughs> That's fair. That's now it's I hate my fans. They're wrong about my music. <laughs> I don't like Kid Cuddy anymore. I I talked yeah. about on um. We were doing filler for the beginning of one of the episodes, and it didn't make it on. But you're too young to remember, like, the impact MySpace specifically had on certain music. Oh, yeah. But Cuddy, when he first got on, like, Day and Night got viral through MySpace because he, he produced it himself and put that up. And it became, like, this thing where it was like, who is this dude? Like... If he got famous off of that. I remember listening to that song, doing my paper route, and it was on a second-generation iPod Nano. That just shows you the exact era. And that one was revolutionary for iPods because it had a longer screen, and you could turn it to the side, and it would bring you to like the albums. Yeah. It was like an easier way to select shit. Like, that shows you the exact era. Like, I downloaded Day and Night off of LimeWire when I first got it. It it, it was... Dude, I used LimeWire, like, four years ago. So, like... <laughs> no, you didn't. You, 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 you got the song legally. I, dude, it's been so long since I used LimeWire. Nobody's going to come for me for that. I hate to tell you. LimeWire comes, breaks down the door. I stream legally now. I do Spotify and stuff legally. That, you know what? That pisses me off, though, now, when I see people that are sharing things that are like, artists only get a certain revenue from uh, Spotify or like doing this or that. And I look at those, I'm like, okay, so you want me to go back to stealing it? Like, is that what you want? Because this is the far better alternative, especially when I listen to a song like a thousand times, too. You want to you want a quick, easy tip if you want more local files on your phone? Uh, iPhone users, you, you can't do this because you're not cool. Shut up. Um, but literally just look up the album and then look up, uh, what is it, like Google, whatever it is. The, the fucking... Like the Google links or whatever. It oh, is. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know what you mean. Like Drive or whatever. Yeah, Google Drive. Yeah, yeah. just look at that. Somebody will have it in Google Drive. <laughs> I have yeah, massive Google Drives of just the most insane amount of unreleased music you've ever seen. <laughs> You're going to have the FBI kick it No, they're not mine, up. but like <laughs> I got them from somebody. And it's unreleased stuff. So it's not released stream music, but it's like. We like hot sauce. Yeah, it's like every Still Kanye West album like that never saw the light of day I have. Fair. I Somewhere mean, I have it. That's, I, don't, I don't. That's stuff that you should definitely. I don't take even in. know if I can access it at this point, but I haven't tried to in a while. <laughs> I miss when like Kanye was making music and not being political all the time. Just make music, please. Like I have all of my local files, 
but then I was able to import them onto Spotify. So mm-hmm. then I have all my songs that are from my local files just sitting in Spotify now. Sweet. That's pretty sweet. So I can play hot sauce from Spotify. <laughs> That's kind of incredible, actually. I like, I don't know. What was album of the year to you? You might be talking about this tomorrow when we go on, but. Utopia. Um, this year? I mean, I have genre specific ones. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Are we doing genre specific? Um, probably Utopia. Yeah. Even though I haven't listened to it much. I haven't recently either, which I have to give it a real listen. Ben's listened to it more than I have. I listen to um, Telekinesis almost like every day, though. So it still has like bangers that I'm like, oh, and K-pop. K-pop's my fucking jam. There's literally, there's one song, I forget the name of it, but it's with Beyonce. It's... Like the only skip oh, yeah, on the yeah. album. Resto. Yeah, that's literally the only skip on the album. I don't even think that's a skip for it's me. Literally though. not even a skip. No. I love the beat to that, that song. song's so it, good. The, the beat is good and everything like that. The song so, is so good. Out of all the other songs, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thought Sleep Token's album was this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was fucking really good. was incredible. Sleep Token has Taylor Swift fans, so... Uh, really? Dude, their fans are fucking insane. Dude. Uh, they are insane. They're like the horniest <laughs> people on planet Earth. Now, when he says Taylor Swift fans, he doesn't mean actual ter- Taylor Swift fans. He means, like, how they Like, act. Yeah, yeah, they act like Swifties. They're so disgusting. Yeah. It's like, dude, I get it. They're a great band. I love them. But... Back off. Calm yeah. down. Chill out. Like, uh, Nick Nocturnal, who is a big metal YouTuber, probably one of my favorites, he does, he does his Nick Nocturnal Awards because award shows don't do metal like they should because it's always fucking Metallica, Slipknot, and then, you know, random picks you've never heard of. And, like, nobody cares about them anymore. Slipknot's good. Metallica is definitely not been good for a while no um no but he'll do like his you know metal awards and he'll go through like a bunch of shit that like real metal fans know and um sleep token swept like most of whatever they were nominated for yeah so it's just it's like they won album of the year they won song of the year they won like all types of shit and it's like dude they don't even like there was much better stuff I listened to the, I listened to the summoning and I just like I feel like I that one song am at a year. level of doom. I like I am physically a level of doom. Like that's how I feel. You know, physically I am um oh what's the one level in Doom Eternal? I'm the level that has all the lava waterfalls. You, do you know what, what I'm talking about? I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, where you like go in in the beginning and it's immediately like wow. you're in this huge area with like – it's at the point where almost everything's coming to yeah, get you at that point. Is that the one where you have to go to like three different areas and like open up the gates or whatever? You're basically like when you're maneuvering, you're bouncing like everywhere to like – 
keep yourself the alive. The in that game is incredible. It's it really fucking is. brilliant. Andrew still has that from me. I let him borrow it. Oh, I don't think so he's been good. playing it, though. I really... I'm thinking about going back and playing it because it's... I forget. I only played it once, and I forgot how good the movement is. It's it's kind of incredible. Like, and you need to do it. You can't stay stationary in that game in order to survive. Well, you need to go. WGO has been canceled, so we're not doing our. Year, it hasn't been canceled. We're, we're not doing our year end uh, music <laughs> show anymore. So we'll yeah. maybe talk about it tomorrow on Modern Day Mixed. Day. Modern Day Mixed Day. We're not canceled. We're not canceled. Uh so uh, I went to Ben's to hang out with him and discuss our picks for our award show that we wanted to do because me the way Ben's reacting to me this I want to go super hard and like do it kind of like how Nick Nocturnal did it and like really like you know show off that I really appreciated music this year and I knew Ben wasn't going to be as oh hardcore as I was so then I wanted to figure out what ones he wanted to do and like you know, cut my my portion down so that I could, you know, equal Ben and get, yeah. make it easier for him. Um, but classic Ben fell asleep, so then I, you know, we didn't do any planning. So I have nothing for my categories. Oh, did Ben need a nap? I, nap. Have, I have nothing prepared, so <laughs> I would guess Ben has the same amount of preparation so we'll tie his silence tape by his silence and just defeated i knew he wasn't gonna do it so i just oh so wgo is canceled modern day mixtape you might hear my thoughts about the year it's not canceled oh did we record this week that doesn't mean we're canceled (laughs) i specifically did not reach out to record because I wanted to see if you wanted to record or not. <laughs> All right. What's the worst song of the year? Worst song of the year? Worst song of the year. I don't know. I don't probably some trash rap song that got released. But like out of things I've heard. Slimy you out. Slimy you out. I didn't slime you out. Are you ready for this pick? Mm. Vultures by Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, that's maybe kind not, of a bad song. Maybe not the worst, but I did not enjoy that. I still listen to that, and I'm like, yeah, this song is just not good. And they were about to release that Everybody, that Sync or whatever Backstreet Boys uh, uh, song that they were going to do. And Oh, yeah. They, they didn't clear the sample, so it didn't get released last night. But I was like, good. I didn't want to hear that. Because Kanye West says, who's the king, Burger King, in one of the songs? on that upcoming album that'll never get released. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I think Kanye needs to not make this album. I, it's so disappointing because I'm against this album, which so, is weird. So okay, the king. he has like some of the best songs you will ever hear in your life. Like Kanye does. And then some of the worst. And then some of like, he, he's hit or miss. He either has like the best or it's absolute like trash sometimes. Was Young Thug's business his business this year? I think it might've been. Hold on. That's my least favorite album. I think that had some of Thug's worst music ever. 
released. And that's that a, was a bad that's album. That's a super for him. hot take because a lot of people enjoyed that. Like George was trying to get me to like it. He was like, "Dude, this album's amazing." And that I was, was this year. Yeah, I was like, "Dude, I was listening." I was like, "This is horrible. This is some of the worst shit." Let me see if I could find one of the clips from one of those songs because I remember listening to that song and being like, "There's no way anybody legitimately thinks this is a good track." There. So, as you look that up. My least favorite song, specifically this year, was um, fucking every. A bunch of people like this album. This album was not good. It was um, that not so bad from uh, Shrem Life Four, the one that sampled uh, "Thank You" by Dido, but they're singing it in the chorus. Really? Oh my god, it's awful. Hold on. I gotta find it because it's it's like I was like why? Yeah, you I I know how big of a thug fan you are, so the fact that like you say that about him it it shows that that album probably wasn't the quality it should have been. Oh, I forgot. Th- I forget that it's just eardrum, fucking spelled backwards oh, every this time. One's actually, good. Which one's the one that was bad? Okay. Okay. The- Listen to this. Yeah, that's that's lazy thug. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. That's, that's not so bad. That's not barter six. That's so bad. Yeah, that's not. He barter started six, off with a pretty good flow, sure. and then he just goes uh, at the end of every line. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, and I know thug is not bad. Which no, is not why at all. The album kind of it, it hurt to say this is one of his worst albums ever, but it was. Thug, like, Thug's good live. It had I like some that. of his best songs. Like Oh You Went is one of my favorite Thug and Drake collabs. But that song Uncle M is it started off really strong, and then it was like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah. And then it goes back into being really strong, and then he brings that part back. That's like the chorus, and it's like, dude, this song could be so good if you just refined that part yeah 100% hold on this is the uh, Schrembert song I was talking about wait for it are they trying to make it drill I forget the intro's long as fuck on this song part of it too why do they sound like they're like the next gymnasium over it sounds like somebody's singing in the shower while you're in like the next house (laughs) that's like the perfect way like through their window dude that's someone singing in a submarine that's what that (laughs) sounds like 
That, just that Jake can't suck. Was he in the sub that went down to the Titanic? <laughs> was that him? That, that was the last recorded moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go live to the Titan and uh, hear the last words from our... That's the music video for it. <laughs> that's terrible. It's so horrible. Like, why did they do that? I you know, Original I evident truth when we were recording in Kev's bedroom with, like, one crappy filter and a crappy microphone was better quality than their vocals to that song. Tommy Atomic wasn't, like, Dude, a top-notch song? It was. 100% was a top-notch song. You know what was better than that? Which one? The reply to Atomic. Oh, F you. Well, yeah, that kind of was better. It was so much better, dude. It was insanely good. Well, I'm going to try to scare Eli here. Can I even find it anymore? I don't even think it's possible to find it. Wait. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is 12 years ago. How did you even find that? You have that saved? Let's kick this shit. Yeah? It's like. This is generational talent, right? Cookie dough won the mic. I wind up then I shrink. No, you missed the best part. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, keep going. Keep going. I think I know what you're talking about. Ride your mom like a bike. No hands, bitch. <laughs> I know this whole song word for word, bar for bar. That's. I ride your mom like a bike. No hands, bitch. <laughs> Shane loved that. I am subscribed. It's gotta be. I am subscribed to the Call Me Fletcher account. Send me that. <laughs> there are two subscribers, and Eli, I am one of them. Eli's gonna love that. You just referenced that on this. Shout out, Eli. I yeah, I'm one of their two subscribers. <laughs> Obviously, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> Carrie just gave me a heart attack. What? <laughs> she because she just went. Uh, reminder: Texas Day Brazil tomorrow. And I went tomorrow. I went, tomorrow or Monday? She goes, "Oh my God, Monday." Never mind. <laughs> I don't even know when it is. So fucking whatever. Did you just say who? It's like woo. Oh. Is that how you would spell? I guess. Me, it's just like W-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O. Like Ric Flair's. What? He said woo, but he spelled it. Oh, yeah. I'm not in that group. Yeah. W-H-O-O-O-O-O. Yeah. Like who? Why do you do woo with an H? <laughs> Shoot the way to woo. <laughs> Are we doing any end of the year things? I don't know. We should like kind of recap the year a little bit. Well, um, let's start it with uh, what games did you end up finishing the year with? Tears the Kingdom I'm working on right now. Yes, and so... we have not got to talk about that quite yet. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten too far into it. Well, where are you? I'm. Oh, he's at the Light Dragon. I, like, haven't even got there yet. Yeah. He's super, super quick. Dude, I'm super, like... Uh, no, I uh, I have two shrines done. I need a third to do on the um, on the Sky the, Island. Yeah. Starting Island. I'm on the Starting oh, Island. Oh, you're still on the Starting I'm Island. I'm still on the Starting Island, but I've also been taking my time, like, looking at everything because it's it, such a goddamn beautiful game. 
You can go. The back. intro. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, the intro. You dive into a sky island, right? No, the intro is you wake up. No, but mm-hmm. like when it actually says like Breath of the Wild or whenever. Or, oh my Cheer, god! Not Cheers to the, the Kingdom is when you dive off of the thing. Yeah. It starts, okay. It starts yeah. Because yeah, remember you dive off the thing and then it like kind of circles Link showing the world. And then it says yeah, and then it says Tears of the Kingdom. And immediately when I saw that, I went, let's fucking go. Yeah, and then you drop into a sky island. Don't drop yeah, I couldn't remember if you went straight into When you, when you jump, <laughs> just hit the ground. The ground. <laughs> At terminal velocity. Speed up right into the... <laughs> so well, that Link looks like a C as soon as he hits the ground. Well, eventually you will be able to. I mean, yeah, probably. Well, um, there's an armor set when you fully upgrade it. Oh. You can just land right down. That's cool. And you're, yeah, you're all good. I already know this game is going to be fucking it's massive. I already can tell like it's going to be absolutely fucking right. enormous. It, and I, I cannot wait. I already like the fact that you could fuse things onto weapons. I was like, oh, that's fun. That's the best mechanic. That's really fun. Um, the, uh, sticking things to each other is really cool. I like that mechanic of it. I like the things it's going towards so far Mm -hmm. as far as the things they're adding. The shit you can make in that game is actually insane. You can make a Batmobile. You can make, I forget what they call it. Do they keep the the Batmobile or, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. But the Batmobile in Dark Knight. Oh, the tumbler? Yes, the tumbler, and then has the motorcycle inside. Someone made that in the game. Someone literally made Godzilla. I saw, like, a side-by-side of him coming out of the water. (laughs) Dude, like, the shit you could do in that game is actually insane. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say, though? Um, Do they keep the motif of naming places after, like, old Zelda things? Because they did yes. that in Breath of the Wild a lot, where it would be like you'd go to a canyon and be like Minda's Crossing or something like that, or like yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the locations are the same. Oh, that's fine with me still. Stuff. Yeah, I I just loved getting to those points and discovering things and being like, oh shit, Wait I love that this is named like, after this. The underground, like. That I've heard about too, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait for that. Is you think the world itself is huge, like above ground? Just wait until you get underground. Like it's fucking massive. Like sky ground underground is one-to-one like scale mirrored dimension. Holy shit! So Hyrule, yeah. So So like the mountains. I'm going to be playing this game. The mountains in Hyrule are mountains in the underworld. Like (sighs) sick. That's so Dude, cool. Dude, that boss fight with Ganon is so much fun. I can't wait. I can't wait to go through everything. And... Make sure you're good at flurry rushes. Yeah. <laughs> the intro was so good. It was such a good way to show, like, yeah, this is still the same game, but this is why you're back to three hearts and no master sword. Like, yeah. That was part... it, was the... it reminded me very much. Well, everyone except for Tyler. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh yeah! I said you, everyone except for Tyler. Because you, know, you kept the, the people who sword. didn't cheat the game. <laughs> I cheated the game at the end of the game. Uh, oh, okay. That's a, I was gonna say had the insane master sword the whole time. Yeah, that's the so respectable thing. Before None. they updated it, which my game is still not updated, mm-hmm. um, you could basically do like I was doing speed run strats, but just to like get. 
good shit. So you can – it's actually insane. You go into one of these shrines and then you basically save – you drop a weapon, save. <laughs> this is insane. And yeah. then you go back to like a new game save. You show up in that new game save. If you do it fast enough, the weapon you dropped – shows up in that save file from your other save file you can pick that up it's bizarre and then you can drop the master sword in that save file go back to your other save file pick up the master sword from that save file that master sword is now able to be fused with things and then you fuse it with shit throw it away pick it up fuse it with another thing and now i have a master sword that does like 300 damage and it's unbreakable. That's fantastic. Also, it's like a master sword, but it looks like a like a curved sword. So it's like, yeah, that's it's true, like yeah. a curved sword, but it's like master sword. See, like I know people complain about the weapon mechanics in that game a lot, but throwing weapons at people is one of my favorite fucking things ever. In Tears, they mastered it. Yeah. I would say they mess. I I liked it e- even in Breath of the Wild when they did it, when it's like, oh, this is about to break, and I'm like, oh, bet. Boom! And just pop someone in the face with it. I don't know if in Breath of the Wild they had the same mechanic, but in Tears of the Kingdom, when a weapon's about to break, it does double damage when it's on its last Oh, that's nice. So that's also, I fused a weapon that was on its last (laughs) hit that also had quadruple damage to the best. Yeah, so anyway, if you notice a weapon's about to break, then use that for your, like, Yep. Big Word. hit. We'll do. Hit, it'll be double damage. That's good advice. Dude, it's insane. The game you're gonna love it. It's such a fun game. <laughs> it really is. The things you could do in that game, it, they're incredible. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's what I'm ending the year on. Okay. Uh, Tyler, what are you ending though? I'm playing Final Fantasy fourteen right now. Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. Online. Um I got back into it, kind of working on finishing up uh Endwalker before Dawn Trail comes out in the summer. So nice. that's okay. fun. Yes. And then my Destiny clan, they switched over to Final Fantasy. And I was like, oh, I used to play that. So now I'm hopping in. And like those people are like still in like Shadowbringers and the other mm. ones. And I'm like, so I'm learning it so that I can then help them out. Okay. Because it's a lot to learn. Like if you leave and then come back and you forgot everything, it's just like so tough to learn yeah that's yeah that's but i switched to a dps class because i was a tank last time and tank there's a lot of stress to tank because tank is probably one of the most important roles along with healers yeah okay and so tank you're the first one into battle because you have to make sure everything is aggroed onto you so that you know nothing else attacks anybody yeah. else mm-hmm. yeah and, and you're taking it all yeah it's tough wow. that is tough huh nice though you're enjoying it yeah that's yeah, cool. I am. I'm liking it. Uh, I'm trying to learn a new tank, too, but I don't know if I want to be doing all that. <laughs> That's fair. Because if you go into Alliance yeah, Raids, there's f- uh, six tanks, I think. But like Same. somebody has to be main tank, and it's like, I'm not main tanking anything. Like, <laughs> Hell no. Fair enough. I don't blame you there. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> what about you? What have you been on? Um... <clears throat> Really haven't been doing much. Um, I was playing Bloodborne. Um, I haven't been. I haven't played Fortnite at all. Uh, I haven't either for a while. Yeah. Only thing I played was um, the new God of War DLC, Valhalla. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's just Good. like you go in. It's pretty much like an arena based thing. You go Isn't in. It a 
Yes. Yeah, where you like you die and you have to come back and restart everything. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> that. Um, you can do certain permanent upgrades when you're back at the home area. Yeah, but everything. Yeah, you pretty much just yeah. That's what a roguelike is. Yeah. So you go <laughs> in, you know, do a run, come back, get stronger. Then yes. Go back. Yeah, that's exactly. Start over with uh, like base weapons, but mm-hmm. permanent upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. I love roguelikes. Yeah, it, this is a lot of fun and. Uh, they uh, imbued the story in between there very well, and um, they're um, addressing certain things that have happened in the past games and bringing it back into this in, in a very big way too, and it's very, very cool. Like how? I mean I know the whole story path. I don't know yeah. any Ragnarok story. Okay, though. so <clears throat> spoilers but not what really What are they bringing back? Like literally old Kratos. So like um, certain times when you're going through – like this happens the first time going through. uh, You go through these black sands and when you go through, you're back in uh, Greece and you're – you have to push this cage to a certain area. But then Mimir's not there. It's Helios. Oh, Helios is on your back? Yes. And it kind of makes sense because oh. the last time you saw Helios, you ripped his head off. So he just kind of hangs there as a head talking to you, you know, talking shit and everything like that. And then um, <clears throat> and then once you go back to the mainland and everything. Does it look uh, like old Kratos too? Or is it just No, like you, you play Ragnarok Kratos and then at the very end you get to see <clears throat> old like old Kratos, like what he used to look like. And then after that, you unlock the skin for it, which is really, they actually put really? a lot of good work into it. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. It's very, very cool. I think my favorite lore thing of that whole series is like why he's white. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's heartbreaking. It really is. Fucking, what was it? Oh yeah. He worked for Ares and then Ares made him go to this, city and destroy it all mm-hmm. but he didn't know that Ares fucking also put his wife and kid into that city so he destroyed mm-hmm. the whole city and then I forgot who made him wear the ashes yeah it's just some old woman that was still in the village yeah somebody made him wear the ashes and that's why he's white yeah of his wife and kid it's like dude that's fucked yeah it's like, really fucked up does he okay so, uh, i don't want like you to spoil the game at all no you're like, good but that's i was gonna say that's like the little dialogue does is, atreus learn about like old kratos oh um no not really. really he still doesn't know about like who he was mm-hmm. um uh but mamir knows everything Pretty well, yeah. much, yeah. He told me he's told oh. him about everything. You know? Oh, he told Mamir about stuff. Yeah, he's told Mamir about everything, and um, so like along the journey through Valhalla, you'll find little trinkets. Like um, the one key trinket was Penelope's flute, which was his daughter's flute, and then he's telling Mamir about how um, when he went to Elysium, he saw her there. And he was like, but the gods, like, they were just messing with me. And he was like, what? It wasn't really her? And he goes, worse. It really was her. 
So like she was trapped there in Elysium and like he had to leave her behind and it's like certain things like that. And then he even talks about his old wife too and everything like that and how his wife um, actually reminded him a lot of Faye and that's why he married Faye and everything like that and just certain things like that, which is very cool. Yeah, I just watch a story synopsis in the game. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. The game, I I highly recommend playing it because it's it's a lot of fun. The what they did with it. Um, but yeah, um, I like where they led with it because the whole thing of Valhalla is um, um, Freya comes and she's like, "We want you to be the god of war. Will you please be the god of war?" And he's refusing. He's like, I'm no. I'm yeah, not he's like, I, this that. didn't work out the last time I did it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So by the end of it, you kind of realize where he is. He's going to, I guess it's a free DLC, so just look it up. He, he pretty much is going to become the god of hope because when he opened Pandora's box, the only thing that stayed with him was, was the hope. hope that Athena gave him. Exactly. And the way he keeps so persevering. He realizes and, he still has that? Yes. So Valhalla, the whole thing of Valhalla is he's facing like his past So he self. still has that hope this whole time? Yes. Wow. This whole time he has had that hope. And so that's what it's going to be, I'm pretty sure. Is he's going to turn into the god of hope instead of god of war. The next game is called God of Hope, I swear to God. <laughs> God of Hope. It won't be. But, yeah. <laughs> Rated R. Did you see they're remastering the original trilogy? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yes, yes. And they asked Christopher Judge if he would um, voice act old Kratos and try to replicate that voice. And he, he said no. Refused. Yeah. Yeah. Out of respect for the original. Yeah, he said, I'm not doing that. I think that's a good move <clears throat> on his part. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Gives him major street cred with the 100%. community. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's a my, long rant on my last. No, you're game. fine. Yeah. That's my game of the year. Uh, any highlights from 2023? Just generally, that we have. I you got remember. engaged. Yeah, yeah, that that's a true. Big yes, I did. Yeah, that was so. This year. So that's a huge highlight a from one. this year. Vegas was fun for me this year. Nice. Did a couple of fun shows this yeah. year. We Probably f- my North Carolina. Trip. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. That was fun for you too. Um. Frankenstein this Fra- year. I was going to say Frankenstein was this year. You won your first award for acting. That's this year. true. Killed it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we got. I got engaged. We started house hunting. Um, a lot of, a lot of carry moments. A lot of, a lot of milestones. Yeah. You, you saw a bunch of artists live. You saw Kendrick live this year. You saw Spirit Box live this year. Yeah. Right. You I, saw. Uh, that was it, right? What? Who else did you see? I think there were a couple others that you're forgetting, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember like this year. Much. I feel like there was one other one at least that you saw, but maybe it's who you were talking about going to see. Yeah. I that might be it. We were thinking of going to see Architects in May and, and then maybe two weeks later going to see Electric Cowboy. That would be an incredible in show. Place. That would be sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, overall it was, it was a good year. I want to expand yeah. – our content shirts I want to do this year, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like even if it's a couple, like one for 
each of our shows. I want to make sure we have merchandise out there. That's a be big fine. goal. I get that, yeah. I want to get healthy this year as far as like making sure my back and my joints are good. <laughs> uh, get back in a theater, work on myself in some ways, like financially and physically. Yeah, that's kind of all I've got for that. Ben, okay. you have any long-term things? Going to not sleep for 20 hours a day? Yeah. Start taking vitamins, dude. I know. I should start taking <clears throat> vitamins. How much you water won't. do you drink on a I know daily you won't. basis? I drink a lot of water. Better. You won't take vitamins, though. I will. I, I need start. to as well. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, I need like to do like a men's multi or something like that. That's what I need. <laughs> like. On my end one. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. You probably have like no. You don't have narcolepsy because you would just be falling asleep anywhere. It's just staying awake once you're finally like home and don't have anything to do. Yeah, yeah he he has that comfy syndrome where he gets comfortable for a second and he just falls Dude. deep into a dunzo. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad quality to have. I guess it's not. <laughs> it's, it's just good to tease you about. What happened to your dad at the uh, the reunion this year? At one point, I looked over on the one uh, like that swinging chair. And he was just no, he was he was like this. <laughs> oh, was it, that was uh, that was Paige's graduation party? Oh, that's wasn't it like the graduation slash reunion though? I thought it because there wasn't a reunion this I year. I don't know. I thought Maybe it was supposed to be, but uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it might have been. I thought it was supposed to be the reunion. Either year. way, yeah, because I, I think that. that's why Adam and Eli were there too, or um, just Eli. no, just Eli, yeah, yeah, just Eli. Oh, Eli was there because I told him to come up. <laughs> Shout yeah. out Eli. Eli does what I tell him to. Yeah, he listens to you. Yeah, <laughs> not Ben. Not Ben. Me. <laughs> ben listens to him though. Every word <laughs> you have, you one thousand percent have a giant man crush I, on Eli. Just so you listen, know, listen. I should address this because Eli even said so. Yes, Eli, you're right, <laughs> dude. Eli, I had a giant man crush on you. Probably still do, dude. You but... kept his deodorant. <laughs> oh, I was wow. really hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Of course, I'm going to bring that up. To smell Eli. <laughs> it smelled. Dude. Dude, it smelled good. Dude, <laughs> Ty, he used to when the one, <laughs> the one summer Eli came up and stayed with us it was super fun. But every time is, but like the one time is super fun. And Ben like wanted to capture that forever. Some for some reason, so Eli had left his deodorant here. It was like. Some kind of like Dove Men's deodorant or no, something like that. It was that. like speed stick. It was like a speed stick or something, yeah. So Ben would carry it around. And like Dude. every once in a while, he'd smell it and go, Eli. All right, Ben, you have a problem. And then, in the same breath, the one time. I was like 12. The one time, like, we had a thing of Old Spice or something, and Andrew was wearing Old Spice <laughs> at the time. So he doubled up and he would he would take the the speed stick and go. Andrew was over all the time. Eli, and then he'd take the other one and go. Andrew, so he'd be being weird about two of our major family members. Incest isn't cool. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Says you. Everybody in Alabama would disagree with you on that. 
fence moving down the worst the worst part is with eli (laughs) i kept that deodorant for like five years for like years this is gross. I remember I opened it up and it was like crumbles. <laughs> it was like nothing. I have like – there's probably a picture that's still on Facebook that I like posted on Eli's wall. And it was like Ben in a Batman cape with his deodorant like in front of his face. And Ben is like smiling at him. To, like, a, to a point, Eli was like, you know what, Ben? I really hope – I I hope you're buried with that. I hope you keep the it till the day you die. Now I got to find it. <laughs> Uh, shout out, Eli. Problematic. A little bit. Everything you said in your text was right, Eli. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told him to text me after that episode. I, was I meant gonna... to text him too, and I never texted him back. I meant to because I texted Elena after I heard, while I was listening to that episode, and I said, <laughs> "By the way, Ben one thousand percent has a giant." Because Tyler cost. said that. But then afterwards, I said, "To be fair, we all do." Like, uh, like I have a bigger crush on him than yeah, most people. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? He's a charmer, dude. Eli and Adam were the best. It's hilarious. Yeah, like the all the show is getting renamed to. Uh, we love Eli, Eli Fan Club, <laughs> the Church of Eli Connell. <laughs> no, oh my you, god! What, that's... Can we actually rename it to the Church of Eli Connell? <laughs> Please. After <laughs> episode one hundred, you're like we re- we're rebranding. Welcome to Cocky. <laughs> With Connell, comma, Eli. Just cocky. <laughs> Welcome to episode 101 of Cocky, the church of Connell, comma, Eli. <gasps> oh my god. That's funny. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire the life. Cock. <laughs> oh, why do I? Oh, why do I hate that so much? Oh my god! Uh, all right, do we have a favorite Eli story? Eli moments. Eli moment. Uh, the one time oh, we went head bowling, and they brought their van. Oh my god! Yeah, they brought the minivan. Oh, the man van. Yeah. The, the brown one? Van. No, the blue no, one. No, oh, yeah, no, no, not no. that one. Yeah, not okay. the man van. And they let me drive the van. I was probably 15 or 16. <laughs> they let me drive the van in the back parking lot. <laughs> and so I proceeded to attempt a donut in the blue minivan. That <laughs> <laughs> just knocked the mic over. Uh, that just shows the power of this story. We drifted the blue minivan. Oh, oh I'm sorry, listeners. my god, dude! Literally, I I remember being there. I remember Tyler was going to brake check us, but he actually brake checked just one person, me, because I was the only one that didn't hear. I'm gonna slam on the brakes. <laughs> So he slams on the brakes. I go, whoa! <laughs> I, I think you were in the back middle and you flew to the front middle. <laughs> that seems 100% accurate. I mean, from the, the man lift story, like, it definitely lines up. Dude, I, I, we've told that story too many oh times. My oh, my God. Um, 
But I uh, I have a million stories. Too. Probably me a too. like a wholesome Eli and Adam story. We went to um, Virginia Beach, and I am famously terrified of any sort of ocean. Really? Uh, I don't I, like I, sand. Well, I don't like open water. I guess the beach is fine, but then I also don't Fair. like the sand critters. Fair. Eli's probably losing his mind right now. I don't like sand. <laughs> I don't like sand or sand critters. So, like, you know, but, like, just, like, digging for, like, sand crabs. Or would you like, say I'm, – I'm sorry. Would you say it's – it's coarse and it's rough and it gets, <laughs> gets everywhere. everywhere. Uh, no, like that. <laughs> like I don't know when I'm with Adam and Eli. Like I mean, shout out Adam. I haven't seen him in forever. But seriously, shout out Adam. They like I don't know. It was nice. He came forced me to like not have fear for like the weekend. I get. They would do the same thing for me. That's why I climb trees so well now. Yeah. Because like I, they put me out of my comfort zone but, with like, certain mm-hmm. things, and you need like, that in people. We'd be mm-hmm. like digging for sand crabs and like fucking with the sand crabs, <laughs> or like going out there at night with a flashlight Yo, and seeing all the crabs yeah. are out there, yeah. or like when the tide was really low and it was really like far out, and you could walk real real far out um they were like just like you know egging me on and like it was just like oh i'll face my fears for these boys you know? right yeah it's, yeah 100 percent. it's worth it you know yeah so that's a, that's a wholesome moment Dude, that's how the best memories were made back okay so opposite of a wholesome moment <laughs> oh god when when eli comes over we always have a thing where we gotta hook up the n64 oh, yeah. you know so now, one time he came over and he started a file on Ocarina of Time. He named this file J-Rock. <laughs> and then later, John was asking Dan for help in a level of Ocarina of Time. Dan refused oh, to help him. crap. Yeah. So John proceeded to... Delete Dan's file because he would not help I him. I did this to Nick when I was young. Dan returned the favor and deleted John's file. John took the last file and copied it to the other two. So each file read J-Rock, 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 J-Rock. That's just what I love that. I love that. It just because one day Eli came back, he was like, What the hell? Why is it on chair? I did that to Nick <laughs> once. I remember I was really young and Nick was playing Ocarina of Time and he had, or is it, I think it was Majora's Mask. He had it like 100%. Like, like still to this day, he Damn. ended up doing another file and I have that 100% file on there. So oh my I'll God. I'll never delete that. But, wow. um, I I think I got mad at him or something, and I deleted his file. He wanted to kill me because he had to do it all that's over That's 1,000% a thing. Yeah, it really is. Oh, my God. Let's see. Other than that moment, though, I would always sit next to him while he was playing. So that was... <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I think it out of my comfort zone thing I did with Adam and Eli, something I'll never forget because, like, I could have only done this with them. When I went to Virginia Beach... When we went the second time, when all of us went, mm-hmm. uh, for my high school graduation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I went parasailing with them. And we did that, like... I'd never do that. Oh, my God. It was... Great. Now Eli's going to make me do that. It was <laughs> so... I was so scared yeah. leading up to it. 
And then when you were in the air, it was so cool. Nah, that's it was be so cool. cool. But like, I still had that fear: like, am I going to drift away into the atmosphere? <laughs> like, is this going to happen? <laughs> it was still like in the back of my mind, like that was a thing. But then when you started coming down, it was like, oh my god! Like, I just did this. Yeah, like. It was a cool was thing. Cool. And, like, it was just the three of us. There's so many times where it was oh, yeah. just, like, us and Andrew just doing our thing all the time. Andrew is a part of, like, 75% I have <laughs> of the memories I have mm-hmm. with them, too. Even yeah. even the stupid stuff. The throwing – Andrew told this story and it actually wasn't correct. He told a story about us throwing pennies off of uh, the Ferris wheel at Fantasy Island. Let me let me make a addendum to that story. Mm-hmm. It was quarters. It wasn't <laughs> pennies. It was quarters, and only Andrew was the one throwing them. <laughs> it was not a group activity. Andrew he got up there and he like troubling. he pulled them out of his pocket. Maybe Adam threw a few, <laughs> uh, but I definitely did not throw a single quarter off of that thing. Dude, this lady followed us for like an hour straight, like an. Hour straight, she was following. I was going to say, like, did some lady follow? Dude, it was Why like was she following you because, like, she almost got hit with one or did get hit with one or something like that, and like we were denying doing anything, so she just like followed us around the park, <laughs> like waiting for us to fuck up again. Dude, my favorite Adam moment ever <laughs> is when Dance to work at Budways. One day he walks, and I think he's getting his check or something. And Adam just walks up to some fruit. And, and I don't, it was like a plum or something. He stole a he plum. He picks it up and starts eating it. And then we all just walk out. Dude, that's theft. He's throwing him under the bus? Dude, he's, he's such a G. Adam's the fucking guy that'll like. He'll, he'll kick in the door of your house and, like, make himself comfortable in it. Like, and he's just so damn big that, like, there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Like, okay, yeah, he, it he tried. was so funny. It was so – I remember leaving and Dan was like, dude, you're going to get me fired. <laughs> it's uh, fucking hilarious. Anyway, I think my favorite Eli memory is um, – it's the most recent. Um, when he came into town and – um. He told he was like begging me to come to Dwyer's, so then I. Came oh, that was yeah. so funny! You legally went to Dwyer's. Yes, when I legally went to Dwyer's. Yeah, you guys totally legally it. went there. <laughs> so yeah, I you know we were hanging out. That's where the great picture of us comes Incredible from. Picture of <laughs> me <Ben>. hiding, <laughs> dude. I would put um, that should be a WGO shirt right there. <laughs> that really. Should that's be. very much that's like a picture of WGO. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Should. Make that it should happen. be like you know how like fucking rap artists will have like those pictures on their merch or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's definitely one that like this blurry ass picture <laughs> of the both of you sums but, um, up your relationship perfectly. But it was one of those. If you're like seeing where they make random pictures into album covers, yes, yeah, yeah. Like a picture of a man lift. <laughs> Put little parental advisory. It's just called if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, but no, um, yeah, it was great because I was hanging out with you and Eli. That was a great night. And then um, Eli came over and crashed on my couch that night and uh, we watched the first episode of Mandalorian together and 
Um, then the next day we went to Thanksgiving football together. So like just kind of that whole time with him was just a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we got to bond a Can't lot. Get enough of Eli. <laughs> That's when of Eli. Love you, Eli. It's cool when you guys hit those moments in your ages now when you realize like, oh, I don't have a relationship with these people just because like they were with like my siblings or these people and I was forced to be around them. I have like an actual relationship mm-hmm. with this person. That's how I feel with like especially now with your brother Nick. Like that's how Vince kind of bridged that gap between us, but I was always I always loved Nick as a kid. I always fucking loved him. Nick's awesome. And so getting to the point where Vince was bridging us hanging out more was like a fun thing for me. And like then we would hang out separately and I'd be like, oh, me and Nick are cool because it's like me and Nick. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, this is Vinny's buddy, so I got to treat him good because of that. Right. You know, it, it it's cool being able to experience that, that now. Cool. Relationships as adults and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for this picture of you and your deal. <laughs> it's not in like, because I don't exist. I don't use the Facebook app so i'm literally scrolling through every post on eli's wall till i get to 2011 when this post was i'm telling you it doesn't exist did you find it i'm working on it (laughs) i know exactly when it was so it's coming nope doesn't exist i thought you could look up like you and eli in the same thing you can but i don't have the app on it anymore because like i don't fucking facebook sucks it's it does yeah it's the worst out of all of them June 23rd, 2013, Andrew Baker. I woke up in the man van. (laughs) That's what we call that shit. The man van. God. Big brown van. Oh, dude. That thing had like no seats in the back. Yeah, dude. It was just men back there. That's what it was. Dude, nothing but men. The sweatiest of them. (laughs) The sweatiest of men. Ben's favorite, dude. I called him a homecoming queen because he was homecoming king. Ha ha. Good one, Dan. Nice, Dan. Nice. Right? Nice. Such a, you really such got a him with that one. Clean. <laughs> really got him with that one. Clean, cleanest burn ever. <laughs> so fresh and so clean. Clean. Uh, what the fuck? I'm finding this. I promise you. You got to. No, you don't have to, Dan. I found it! No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Screenshot it. Guys, I'm you working did not on it. find it. I found it. He didn't find it. I found it. He didn't find it. Don't watch it. Don't. No, don't look at it. I'm saving the image. No, you're not. Stop. Dude, it's coming. Because I definitely, and it's exactly how I remember it. All oh, the story's even better. The story is even better. Hold on. I'm screenshotting this and sending it to the group chat. Tyler, you're going to read this out loud. Okay. Good. Please don't. Please don't. This is going to be good. Hold on. Holy shit. That's playing the song. Okay. We don't need more of it. Yeah, we do. We need the whole thing. And it's just. <laughs> I love how it's just Adam rocking to it all the whole time too. Okay, I just said it. 
Okay, turn that off so that you can hear this in its entirety. No. Ben. I love it's just Adam. Stand to Eli. This is Ben, and in his hands is the deodorant that you left here almost a year ago. (laughs) There is something wrong with my brother. He is currently on the couch holding the (laughs) tail. I can't even get through it. He is currently on the couch holding the deodorant saying that, quote, Eli is watching TV with us. This kid is something else. What's the comment from Christina? She said, same kid that wears Batman costume on Easter because that year he... That year and many others, he, like, decided on Batman for some reason and, like, dressed up and just entertaining people in the middle. This is such a good thing. I'm, hold on. <laughs> Please don't. Save. Please don't. Oh, you were lo- – wait. Ben was asking us to change the picture on Podhors. No. <laughs> no. 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 What, what did I put as the picture? Him sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wants a new picture. No, I don't. No, I don't. The picture is fine. What should the new picture be? No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Make it nothing. Make it nothing. Oh, I can't believe this is the note we're ending 2023 on. Oh, oh this is God. amazing. I can't believe it. Where did you dig this picture up? I went back I'm, like I'm gonna delete Dude, literally face. probably five hundred posts through Eli. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> Why? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Oh, okay. Well, I get more time with you tomorrow. Yep. For and Andrew. Modern Day Mixtape with Andrew. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm putting together my playlist today. We'll talk about Eli and Modern Day Mixtape so that Eli so gets that a it nice just crosses over. Filled. Oh my God. I'll, I'll bring his deodorant in. Objective so people are probably just like, who the fuck is this person that they keep talking about? Yeah. I don't even care. He must be the coolest guy ever. <laughs> he must be the coolest dude. If you met him, yeah. He's, he a, really he's a silver fox dude. He's, uh, what a man. Um, yeah, looking forward to a c- continued success in 2024 with you guys. Well, with our network fun. and our jokes and our podcasts and its entirety and just in life. Our little media group. Yeah, fuck yeah. Figure out a name for um, The Church of Eli Connell. The Church of Eli Connell. The cocky That's group. our umbrella. The cocky group. Uh, any... Resolutions. I said. I, I said some of mine, but like, yeah. get healthy. When I stop drinking, and the occasions I do weed, I want to not do it anymore. I get um, that. <clears throat> to clear my brain and to <clears throat> just f- get everything to flake off, um, <laughs> and just to feel better. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that's a big thing. Sorry. I know it's going to be. A gradual change, but by the end of 2024, I want to be totally clean and sober from everything and just be transitioning towards that. Yeah, uh, yeah but those are my goals for <coughs> Read more. Read more. I got to read. <laughs> got something in your throat over there, boy. Yes, thank you. I'm ruining the episode. Oh, God. My bad. Uh, you bet. You bet. <clears throat> <laughs> 
Tyler- so anyway, this one time we were working on this house in fucking Boston, and uh, all of a sudden Dan's in the house and he's oh here. that's ah, ah. <laughs> he goes out to see Ben hanging from, from a the man, man lift, lift that is ten feet, fifteen feet in the air, and, and me jiggling, just look, at him jiggling at him, just looking at him while Juicy by Doja Cat plays over my <laughs> speaker. Ben, is that the song that you thought you were gonna die to? You know what? That is the song I will die to one day. It's <laughs> a good song. <laughs> oh, when I was listening to Relapse yesterday, I was thinking of the day that we were painting that room in Boston, listening to <laughs> that. We were just going back over it like, shit is so good. <laughs> it's my favorite Eminem album to this day. It's so I, good. I think I just loved the absolute chaos of it. He always still yeah. plays 3 a.m. live, and it's I love that he keeps it in his rotation. If there's one song to keep from that album, it's absolutely that He's one. He's embracing, uh, you know, a moment from his career. Hell yeah. Uh, ben, any resolutions for you? Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, I'm going to try to, you know, focus on my job a little more and do stuff like that. But um, there's nothing to – just try to be a good person. That's the best thing be, we yeah. can be. Just try to treat others the way I'd like to be treated. Um, yeah. 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 Tyler, what about you? Uh, we want to get a house. Hell if yeah. we can do that, that'll be a success. Word. Agreed. Makes sense. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe something will come along. <clears throat> Fingers crossed for you. I'm real excited. Well... That does it for 2023. We made it through another year. This podcast is still existing, still thriving. Even if we take weeks off, we're still fucking, we're still here. Sure. I want to do my fun ESL idea that I had for, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to have ESL on WGO and do like a little fun. That would be fun, yeah. I don't think I told Ben about it. Yeah, I didn't hear about that, but that sounds fun. That would be really fun. Uh, Till then, uh, check out what's going on. Check out Eat Sleep List. Check out Modern Day Mixtape. Uh, Star Night Theater Podcast is thriving. Treasure Island's coming up over there soon. Um, check out Goat Games, uh, hosted by my COVID-ridden uh, friend Steve for Cheese currently. Just get um, stronger blood. Yeah. Um, you will be hearing me on Goat Games in the first quarter of 2024, most likely. Uh, which I cannot wait for. Uh Huh? I have to start listening to that. It's you, so good. You should send it to me. It's so good. Um, and then, other than that, uh, keep an eye out for Brian taking over Eat Sleep List too, because oh, yeah. that's um, <clears throat> we decided officially that's going to come in February. Uh, so we've me and Matt only have a couple more episodes left together before yeah, we gotta geez, get you guys on go on hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Matt disappears. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, so we'll figure that out and get that all in. <clears throat> Uh, until next time, we will end this podcast the same way we always do with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.